across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, yes, Alan? Hi, Mark. Hello, Alan. How are you, Mark? Uh, terrible. What have you got for us? When have we done topics on this show? We've had a topic special once when you took to Twitter. Yeah, that was like a that was oh no that was a well, hang on that was a year ago or a week, no, a was couple it a of week weeks ago. ago right but we didn't do any of the topics because were they all boring? Nah, uh, yeah, just, just people know we don't do topics, Alan. It, it was kind of a I, joke. I can't bear some bad news on the relationship front. When are you? Oh, you got bad news? Has, ho- has Holly single. has Holly dumped you? No, not Holly. See. Uh, we haven't anything yet. Oh, this is the 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 lady that you said was your girlfriend. I'm I'm guessing, Alan, and I, that she didn't know she didn't know that she was your girlfriend. No, we've been video calling each other, so we've been she saw what we each other looked like. You've been having and a Skype a wink. Because she lived in Florida. Right. Okay. How did you how did you get in touch with her? Uh, um, it was through the, Facebook. Right. Okay. And one finally took. Yeah. Um, I, I'm intrigued. Um, was it Alan? You, Ian. Alan. Yeah, Kath. Were you friends or more than friends? And did she know that you were more than friends? We spoke to each other ten years ago when we were doing another internet radio show. Okay. Are you friends or more than friends? And did she know you were more than friends? We were just friends. Ah, okay. But well, she's not done to you then, has she? Well, she has. Well. If you weren't, if you, it, let me, let's, talk, let's do the birds and bees, right? If you weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, then she can't have dumped you. Well, I, I got Andrea's number, so you can call her and we can confirm it. No, I'm not going to harass a woman who, who's not sexually interested in you. That I think that would be unfair. But she did say she loves me. Well, you know, did she say... Uh, did, an interesting Star Wars. Did she say, oh, Alan, I, did she say, Alan... I really, really love you. Or did she say, oh, Alan, I do love you? She said she really, really loved me. Okay, well, then, then she's a a, a, um, a transatlantic prick tease, and, and um, that's outrageous behaviour. A catfish. She, she is a cat... Well, no, she's... No, fish. Not. She's a catfish, Catherine. Don't, don't, don't... I don't want to confuse things. Don't question this man's story. She is a... We, we know that everyone that calls this show is, uh, uh, is telling the truth, and she is a catfish. Indeed. You can eat catfish. Uh, I'll leave a sour taste in my mouth. Well, sometimes the sour tastes are the best, I find. Like sushi. How's your, um, where's your James Bond? Oh, I'm, I'm waiting to buy a new one. Well, hang on, well, we, I thought you were going to send us the old James Bond. But yeah, but I got thinking I'm I'm making a sequel, okay. and I'm going to send the two together. Well, why don't you? Se- well, here's the thing. Why don't? You- <laughs> it's almost as if the first one doesn't exist. Why don't you send us the first one? Yeah, because the first one's back at the flat. Because I'm saying to me mum and dad tonight, I've got to go to the flat, get the file copy, photocopy it, then post it to the studio. So you can't e- email hard copy. You can't email it. 
No, it's a, it's a hard copy. Oh, because you did ask for my email address. Is, because... Is everyone that phones this... I'm just going to contradict something I said two minutes ago. I think that everybody that phones this show is a liar. That's what I think. Everybody. But, like I say, I haven't got the disc which has the hard copy on, but I've got a hard copy which is physically printed off, and I was going to post that to you. So all I need is an address to the studio. Well, I gave I you my put... email address last time, and I thought that was a... I, 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 I could give you the address, but then... How do I know that I'm not wasting 28 seconds of my life telling you the address? I wasted eight seconds telling you my email. Well, I could give you my address and I could just send me a letter and I would be addressed to the studio uh, or a calling card. Why don't, we, send why, the... why don't we go and pa- catch a pigeon and, and train it to come to Alan? Alan, you said you had it on a Check disc. No, I thought I had it on a disc, but the disc was so ancient, it doesn't work with no computer that fits a blobby disc anymore. No, it wouldn't, would it? Okay, well, you... Uh, and by the way, every time someone says Shaggy Pony on YouTube, I'm going to... Shaggy Pony. I'm going to play it, so... Uh, well, I've never heard of that one before. No. Well, okay, Alan, uh, the address is... Are you ready? Yeah. Ian Lee? E-A-I-N-L-E-E. I A I N L W E. Yeah. Talk radio. Talk radio. Eighteen one eight Hatfields one eight Hatfields. Hatfields. Um, London. London. S for sugar. E for ecstasy. One. S E one. Eight D for Dick and J for job. Eight D J. Correct. Shaggy pony. I didn't say that. No, it's by the way, everyone's got you've got to say Shaggy Pony. Not, Shaggy Pony. Not, uh, right, don't don't take the Mickey out of it, guys. Shaggy Pony. Okay, Alan. Thank you. There we go then. Let's go to. It says here Ogre. Hello, hi there. Uh, am I pronouncing that name correctly? Yeah, you're doing very Shaggy well. Shaggy Pony. Thank you very much indeed, Ogre. What what would you like to? Who keeps on saying Shaggy Pony? Sorry. Someone keeps on saying Shaggy Pony. Saying what? Shag a pony. Um, no, I think you must be hearing things. No one's saying shag a pony. That's, I think, I think. Shag a pony. I think that's illegal. It's frowned upon, certainly. Mm. Oh. Okay. Hey. Would you anyway. like to, is that what you phoned in for? You thought it was a giveaway? Oh, no, because, um, you know the last guy that was on, right? No. Yes, unfortunately we do. That's right. Alan, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't really know him, but, um, the, pro- the problem is, um, during the conversation... The words Shagapony kept on coming up several really? times. Really? Did it? I, Surely not. Well, wow. I can only apologise. That's not from us. That might be well, some. Shagapony. That might be some interference from the talk uh, radio guys, talk sport yeah. guys. Well, I must be hearing stuff. Then you must, must be. be funny. Yeah. So, All right, then that's fine. Um, what have you called uh, in for? Shagapony. Ogre. Um, I just wanted to, um. Talk about the Trump visit and um, and and the current political situation in the country. Perfect. You've mm-hmm. come. You've come to exactly. Um, this is a. Oh, I've come Jesus, to the I want to jump off a no, bridge. No. This is this is <laughs> not because of this. Because of just life. This is a very weighty political um, show, uh, Ogre. So you've you've come to the right place. So what would you? What would you, the the political situation is great, isn't it? Well, it seems like um, 
it's in chaos right now, but you know, what? chaos. It's chaos? I was able to get my Costa earlier on today. That that wasn't chaotic, and so the world is good, huh? Well, if you were um, Theresa May, your coffee probably didn't taste so good this morning. Are you are you suggesting that Boris Johnson may have done a wee in her coffee? No, he didn't Worse? really do a wee, but um, what I reckon is right. Um, he doesn't want to be seen as a foreign secretary to a female um, 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 prime minister. Girlfriend? Um, right, one. Yeah. Especially when um, when the president of America um, is visiting the country. Yeah, and okay. Because of his political um, ambitions, you know. Yeah. You know. So, um, can I just interject? I so, his problem with her isn't that she's in the job that he wants or that um, he's uh, constantly letting people down and saying he's going to do things and then you turning on it. His problem is that she um, is a woman. No, the problem isn't that she is a woman. The problem is that um, shag a pony. Sorry, could you watch your language, please, Ogre? We've moved on from that. I'm actually being serious. That is not me saying that. I don't know where that... It's actually coming from. Well, it's not coming from me. Sounded like you. Sounded a lot like you. Shag a pony. It sounds like you. Stop saying shag a... Steady. No, 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 that is really not me. Step away from the F-bomb. And I'm being serious. I did not use the F-word. I actually resisted. Well, good good resistance. Shag a pony. I wish you'd stop using the S and the P-words. It's not me, man. I'm being... It sounds like you. It sounds like you, um, uh, girlfriend. Now, so how can we fix this situation then, Ogre? Shag a pony. That's not going to help anybody. Certainly not the pony. It's not me. Jesus, it's not me. Jesus, it's not me that made me do those things to the pony. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. okay. We're having fun. Let's stop having fun and let's focus. Okay, saying that, saying that, right, you know, shagging the pony is actually a pastime in Russia. It's a what? Say say that again. It's a pastime. Shag a pony. Is it? That's what people do to pass the time. Right. I think Russia's... Hang on a minute. I thought Russia was a great country. Donald Trump said so. Yeah, and Tolstoy wrote a really long book there. He couldn't have done that with ponies mm, in tow. Mm, mm, but some of those... Let's be honest, Oga. Have you ever seen a pony the way they skip through the field, they gamble, and then they just look over their shoulder as if to say, come on! Shag a pony. Oh, and all that hair. Um, I've not really seen a pony in real if life. If you though. had to, Oga. It's a question we've asked before, and I'm not afraid to repeat material. All right, go on. If you had to have sex with an animal... Right. What animal would you have sex with? A man. Oh. Like a bear? No, like a man. A man is an animal. No, 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 no. A man is a human. Yeah, but a human is... In some ways, an animal. Incorrect. A human is what I like to call a person. That is very true. Okay, what animal would I like to shag? I've never really thought about this. Well, think, let's think about it now. Uh, I can tell you mine allowed? if it helps. What's allowed? Any animal in the animal kingdom is allowed. I like the way you're taking to this very, very hungrily. 
<laughs> I'm not, no, no, I'm, well, I am. I would, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, um, a cat. Oh, God. I want to say a kitten. No, no cats are too small. I would destroy a cat. That would not be good. Okay, what animal, what animal wouldn't you destroy? <laughs> An elephant? <laughs> No, that's I'm a, not that big. That's a joystick um, in a cathedral, surely. <laughs> what animal no, would you would you like to have sex with, Oga? I, I don't know. I'm thinking of an animal that would um that wouldn't be too terrible. How about a big fat tuna? A big fat tuna? Yeah. The fish. Like the, like the ones you can catch in the um um sea. Um, Atlantic. Okay. Oh, you've given this some thought, haven't you, Olga? You have thought about this. Okay, Olga. Well, 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 thank you so much for your call. Have a nice day, man. Oh, I will. I'm going to be imagining you. Uh, well, if you can't, if you can't get um, a, a, a tuna in the Atlantic, um, Tina John Wests. Tina John Wests will do you absolutely perfectly. Careful around the edges. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Moonlit musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind. I must have misheard. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That is uh, is um. Uh, Dave says that that escalated quickly. It really did. Um, it's going to be one of those shows um, tonight. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm in a weird mood. Let's just let's just set up the stall a little bit. We- weird old mood today. You know this house that I'm getting on the twenty seventh. I might not be getting it on the twenty. I spent a lot of time today. Woke up, did house new house things. I got my buildings and contents insurance. Um, I started to do the council tax and then I thought better of it. And then I spoke to my solicitor via email. We've never actually used words and uh, said, I've just done this, set it up for the 27th. And she went, oh, you've jumped the gun a bit there, Ian. First of all, you you need the insurance for when we exchange, not when we complete. Um, And secondly, we still haven't got confirmation that this is happening on the 27th. And so I'm just like, oh, man. Ain't this game over yet? To quote a line from an obscure film that no one's seen. So, so that was and fair play. I, I had the human side of the um, uh, of the lawyer today. So it's, it's, it's been a bit cold between me and the house lawyer. And uh, and I wrote, Look, I'm really sorry. I'm just getting so stressed about this, and um, I'm just going to sit here and await your instructions. And she went, No, don't worry. It's cool. I get. She didn't say it's cool. Come on, man. She said, Don't worry. I get that it's stressful. You've given us the money. You haven't got to do anything now until we, we say so. Uh, and, and so we have to, um, for me to get this house on next Friday, the 27th, as I've been. T- I know this is boring for you. So, yeah, boring. Get stuff. This is my life. My life is boring to you. Well, then go and, go and kiss a brick wall. Jeez, man. As, as Ogre just said, Jesus, F. This is my life. It's boring to you. Well, my life is my art. You said art. I want to show you my art. So, so she said, right. So if we want to, 
if we want to, if you want the keys on Friday the 27th, the day you go to Manchester, and we've got somewhere to do the, house, the show, by the way. Have we? Chelsea, I'm going to, I think her name is Chelsea. Yes. Oh, Chelsea emailed me. I'm not Good, e- she seems normal. Che- well, the fact that she's offered for us to go and do our show I, from her house implies that she, she is not normal. She seems normal. She seems normal. That's good enough. Um, so thank you, Chelsea. And uh, maybe I'll even send an email to, to confirm that. So... Uh, so the date, she said, if we want this house to complete, if we want to get the keys on the, the day you go to Manchester, then we need this sorted by Thursday of this week. I was like, OK, man. Well, so I replied, OK, well, I'll keep my fingers crossed. And do you know what came back? An out of office email from her saying, I'm now, now off until Thursday of this week. Oh. Hi, Chihuahua. And over last night and this, this morning, I, I transferred. I'm not going to say how much because, you know, people are hungry out there. But I transferred the biggest amount. of. I cashed in all my savings, all my ices. I transferred the biggest amount of money ever. And um, anyway, so did that. Then I went and uh, got and picked my kids up. And I went to their house, their house. It feels weird saying their house. And then there's all like divorce stuff there in in a big envelope. I'm like, oh man, this is a, a letter from another solicitor, and it's all divorce stuff. And when you see, I'm not going to go into the details because uh, it's boring, boring for me, and it's not fair on the other, anyone else involved. But I'm I'm saying this because I know that I've had a few people get in touch saying I'm going through this and it sucks. But when you see your um worth financially as a contributor to a household and parentally just written down in steps one two three four five this is what you this is what you will be for the next you know 12 years one two three four five these numbers and wonder it's like flipping heck man it it was like it was it, it it sucked the air out of my chest and i phoned you i didn't know how to phone i phoned you up um, just to say, man, I, gee, I don't know. And then my agent phoned me up and I was happy to take a call and say, man, geez, I don't know. I said to my agent, I said these words to my agent today, and I've only said these a couple of times in the past. I said, Nick, I'll take any old shit that comes in at the moment. <laughs> That's what I said. I will take any old shit that comes in at the moment because I need cash. I need cash. Um, so that, so that has been my day, and and it's just, um, it's hit me. We're gonna, we're gonna, shout, we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna have some fun tonight. We've got some fun things to, we've got some fun things to do tonight. Um, we're gonna tell men how to give women an orgasm. It's in the Mail Online. We're gonna, we're gonna where better to find we're it. We're gonna tell you how to do that. You're gonna, we're gonna. So, so maybe women, if you want to start, if you want to start warming up those engines, um. You go upstairs. If the ladies go upstairs, warm warm up the engines. Guys, you stay downstairs listening to the radio. I'm going to give you. I wouldn't you... leave it too long. No, God, I am gonna I'm gonna tell you exactly what to do so you can go up and um you can put your key. Can you be careful with the hand gestures, please? <laughs> you can put your key in the ignition. Um, you can get in the front seat or the back seat. Um, or maybe you've got a convertible. You know what I'm saying. I don't saying. even know what that means. Um, so, basically, women, you're in for a great time. Guys, it'll be a bit boring for you. I, I get that. You know, it's a chore. 
all that kind of you know circular motion and back, all that, all that, it's a chore i get it right but just just once just once do something special for that lady in your life uh, uh, they shouldn't call it foreplay should they it's nothing fun oh, about it it's chore play <laughs> <laughs> is what i'd call it um i haven't got any tips for gay men or women i'm afraid i guess i Freestyle. guess i guess gay women could use um a no. little bit of man no i guess gay women could use some of the same techniques Gay men, I really don't think... Here's the thing about gay women. They know exactly what they're doing. Well, this is why I'd love to be a gay man. Because I would... I'd know exactly what to do with the D. I would know exactly what to do with the D, the B, the P, and the A. Hang on. You've already said the D. What's the P? The perineum. Oh. You mean the T. The taint. For our American cousins. I would know exactly what to do with all of that gubbins i reckon and i don't i don't like to brag about this but but i'm going to i reckon if i was gay a gay man and i'm not even this isn't even a joke people go it's so offensive it's not a joke i'm genuinely mean this i've thought about this yes if i was a gay man i could and i'm gonna i realize my language has been a bit too fruity and adult recently so i'm gonna this is kid friendly no it's not if I was a gay man, I could seal the deal two minutes, 30 seconds. I don't think it's about speed, is it? No, I'm just saying I, I could get it over and done with, yep. which almost makes it worth being gay. Because the thing that puts me off about it is the D, another man's D. But I, cause I know exactly, because I know what I like. Sam knows what I'm talking about, and I'm tempted because no, ne- Sam, leave Sam alone. Neither of us are gay. I'm tempted to me and me and Sam make a gay instructional video, just because because we're straight, so there wouldn't be any there'd be no connection in there. But I reckon I could I could seal his deal. Just flipping it, please. Can you not talk about Sam's deal? In in two minutes thirty seconds. He's a young man, so probably like one minute thirty seconds. Sorry, I go Sam. straight. It's like knowing. Um, do you want to do a joint tribunal? It's like knowing the cheats on Zelda or Mario, right? My kid at the moment is getting all of the cheats for the Yokai Watch game on 3DS, right? And he's getting all the cheats, and he's just getting all these powers and all these rare Yokai, like really quickly. Well, I know the cheats on a man's body because i've employed those cheats on my own body i'd know exactly how to make you smile sam exactly and that is not even that is not even a joke that is true so um if you would be interested it, we can't make this video without you guys at home so we're setting up a just giving page um, <laughs> literally it's not just giving no, though, that's not the, no, that's actually going to be the title of the video just giving with ian lee and sam and um, sam wouldn't be giving well, okay. Well, um, so if you want, if you want to help finance the only get male gay sexual instructional video that stars two heterosexual males, uh, then please Don't go. Think it's the only one. Please go to ianlee.com hashtag uh, just giving hashtag gay, and you can be part of something huge. Well, not that big. Okay. We were talking about something before that. Yeah. Um. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Um, so my life is a car crash. That was it. That was it. Car crash. My life. So seeing your um, 
so I spoke to you. Uh, I said to my agent, I'll take any old rubbish. And he said, ah, that's good. I've, I've just had an email in and I was offered something that was rubbish. And I went, yeah, I'll do it. Because I, do, I don't I said, yeah, I'll do it. I, I'm going to have like a year now going, yeah, I'll do it. How much is it? 500? Yeah. What I'll if do. it's like Naked Jungle or something? I, how much? Really? Yeah, how much? Well, you, well, you do a checkers. How much? 50 quid. No, don't, don't patronise me. I'd do it for £100. £500. £500 is my minimum. Someone phones in and says, if you do Naked Jungle, 500 hang on, I'll take this one. Yes, yes, caller. Shag a pony. Sorry? Shag a pony. Can you, right, go away. You're a disgusting, disgusting individual and you make me sick. Ponies. Okay. Um, Pony botherers make me want to vomit. 500 quid. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, sure. Sure, when? Is it, what is it, an afternoon? Yeah, fine. Hey, I'm doing, I can't, oh, I can't tell you what I'm doing on Sunday. You know what I'm doing. Can't remember. Write it down. What are you doing on my land? Oh, yeah. I'm doing something really exciting on Sunday that you probably won't get to see, actually. But it's, it's the, and I'm doing it for free. It's doing it for, this is, this is mates rates. This is free. Um, it was about, I can't tell you what it is, so and you'll never get to see it. So um, that's a nice little secret for you to know. There we go. There we go. The show's really, uh, you know, it's, it's, if you're bored of this show, which you probably are, Talk Radio has other shows. Here's one of them now. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On Talk Radio. Um, uh, Stu is listening. Returning listener. He's not listened for about ten years and says, "What have I missed?" Same old, same old. Vinny calls. Barry calls. Usual rubbish. Lots of people telling me that uh, lots of fishermen have sex with skate. You should never order skate from a chippy. Is that true? Um, what's, what's so well, alluring about skate? Here's someone who'll know. Ken! Hello? If you had to have sex with an animal, Ken, what would it be? We, we've, we've had a tuna and I've said a cat. Ian, your life is a car crash. No, 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 more... Ken. Ken, answer the question. If you had to... Have sex with an animal. What animal would it be, Ken? You are totally perverted, my friend. Pardon? You are totally perverted in your mind. No, if you had to. I'm not saying I'm going to go out and you do it. I'm asking if totally, you had to. You are a pervert, my friend. If it saved Jesus you... Jesus Christ died for your don't, sins. Please don't blaspheme. Please him, don't blaspheme. You mock him. You mock him. No, Ken. Ken. I don't, I don't mock Jesus. I mock um, um, bigoted, homophobic... I mock bigoted, homophobic, Islamophobic um, idiots like you. Crash. I mock your you. Your life is a car crash yes. because you mock Jesus. Well, and that's You're a real... A Ken, I tell but you what I respect about you. I tell you... I tell you... What I respect about you is your loving Christian attitude to those suffering. That's so beautiful. And you pervert the radio, my friend. But Jesus and you can't you stop listening. Goodness. You cannot stop listening. You dirty I boy. I really Ken. listen to you, but any time I turn you on, you phoned us up three times in the last week. Uh, and that three times I've turned on every time it's yeah. been perversion. Yeah, and you, you that's why you keep. Well, listen. You Jesus know the show. Died. You know Jesus the show is perversion, but you keep you. coming back. So you must God love it. Dirty God offers you forgiveness, my Dirty friend. Boy. Don't mock Jesus. I'm that not mocking. Like Ken, that. here's Your the thing. Hello, Ken. Ken. You mock Jesus. Ken, I don't mock Jesus. I just mock. I just mock friend. hate. I just mock you hate mock preachers. 
Jesus Ken, who died for your sins. Ken, if you had and to I have sex with an animal, and concern for you. If you had I'm to, Ken, in, Ken, all right. Can I ask you? Can I ask you a really soul. important question then? You've called in, and I, I, I should give you the respect of, of listening to what you're saying. So I'm going to listen to what you're saying, and I appreciate. I, genuinely, I appreciate your concern and your loving Christian time. I am concerned about because you're I know, I know, I know Ken, Jesus died bless for. you, brother, and, and I appreciate that. If you let me finish making a point, if you let me, if you let me finish making a point, I, I, I can, I can hear from your voice just how much you know your, your Christian vibe is coming through, and that's great. So let me ask you this one question, man. My Christian voice, no, no, no. my Christian heart is for you to show, he- my friend. I can hear it, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Ken, 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 and I, Ken, can I ask friend. you, could I ask you a question, Matt? Because I appreciate, if I can not, hear. If I, it's not filth, I will consider it. Um, I would, I would say it's not filth. It's about love. Okay, it's about love. This is what Christianity is about. It's what life is about. It's what everything is about. Love. Christianity man. is more than love. Christianity is turning from sins to okay. follow Jesus. Okay. All right. Fine. And I, I, I genuinely, right? I mean, this gen- The mask is coming off now. Genuinely, I appreciate your concern and I appreciate your loving Christian tone. So l- let me, as a young sinner, ask you, um, an, an older, wiser man, this question because I would love to get the answer don't be filthy now don't be filthy please if you had to have sex with an animal you what animal that, my friend bound it, for hell i'm not the one who's going to have sex you with an animal bound for the fires of hell unless you repent and believe in jesus god offers you forgiveness my friend an ass why do you mock jesus an ass that's why you that is why your life is a car crash because you mock jesus a horse he died for your sins and my sins a duck but perverted Ian, but God offers you help and forgiveness. I'm speaking to you in love and concern a for bird? your soul. I get you don't as a four legged animal kind of guy. Don't end up in hell, my friend. I'm I'm okay. warning you in love. An Alsatian? An Alsatian? You're a pervert. Hello, Ken? Ken? What? He said Alsatian. Okay, oh three four Write four that down. four nine nine one thousand. That's going on the uh, that's going on the list. Getting some great clips tonight, by the way. Some great little clips. My hotkeys are getting a lovely update. Thank you, Sam. Sam's. We don't say enough about Sam here, right? Sam is the the young man. If you phone up, Sam is the dude who answers the telephone and goes, "Yeah, what do you want? Oh, I'll call you back." Talks like that. Um, and he calls you back, and he is the he's the um, he's the secret fuel that drives this show he's when he's, he when he turns up when he turns up that's correct he's not always it he in that respect he's this generation's kelly bets he's kelly bets for the new new um forest let's go to jerry good evening jerry hello how are you oh man alive turns out it's because i'm a pervert my life is a car crash jesus jesus the donkey well, steady on. Let's just, just let's, I'm not. I'm, Jesus isn't here to defend himself, and I don't want to. You know, I, don't, I certainly don't want to get that off. Com. Um, what have you got for us, Jer? Yeah? I say, where you Manchester? Where you Manchester? Where you Manchester? Yes, we are. We will be in Manchester on Saturday, July the twenty-eighth. There's nine tickets left. How many tickets? Nine tickets left. Oh Jesus! That'd be cool. Oh, 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 come this Jerry's coming to the show? Yes. Well, Jerry, you don't need to buy a ticket, my friend. 
Um, I do. You, no, no, you're probably going to need to buy two because those wheelchairs take up a lot of space, man. Oh, so probably best if you buy two tickets. I'll buy two. I'm teasing, man. Cool. Okay, you got to buy two tickets if you're in a wheelchair. No, Jerry, you you get your you get a free ticket, man. Your doors, your your name's on the door, buddy. But if you if you spoil the show with your filth, then um, you're out. We're going to experiment as well on on the 28th with Kath being being the bad cop and me being the good guy. I'm still doing that. Jerry, if you don't turn up, I'm going to come to that care home, drag you out by your hair. Because this will be the second time he let us down. Yeah. Yeah, actually. I got. I can't come in. You can stay in. Stay in there before. I've got spare bed. I'm not going to stay in your care home. Spare bed. My bed's not very much. Okay, well, that's, um... Is it a bed that goes... Oh. Up and down. My kids, my kids love... I'm tempted to buy one of those beds for my kids, because those kids love those. Buy one like a playground in your room. Yes, man. Yes, man! It's good. It's Keep going down all day. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Ladies. Hang on, a lot Ladies. of people, we're getting a lot of complaints about Sam being in this um, sex video with me because they're wor- people are worried it's going to be. Disabled version. Disabled Oh no, disabled people shouldn't be allowed to have sex. Yeah. No, that's disgusting. You can. No. Don't pay for it. Um, but people are worried that if Sam is in this video with me, Nickelback will be the soundtrack. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, no, no. We won't. We won't be. Um, Nickelback. We won't be having any of that. Um, that sounds like a position. <laughs> and now we're demonstrating the Nickelback. <laughs> Sam, if you could stand on your head. It goes on for ages and it's rubbish. <laughs> oh. No pigs. Sorry. No pigs. Pigs. Have a second piece Twenty minutes of pigs orgasm last for. Twenty-eight what? Minutes. Twenty minutes. Twenty-eight minutes for pig orgasm. Twenty-eight years for pig orgasm. I'm not. Do you know what, Jerry? I'm not even going to ask you how you know that. I'm not even going to ask you that, man. This is uh, maybe Karen's got a right. Uh, is right on this one. This is a perverted show. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative on talk radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On talk radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, let's go to uh, Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello, mate. How you doing? Um, Hello, Kath. Hello, Mark. He wasn't interested in my answer. I wanted to go straight to the lady. Okay, that's fair. You <laughs> I talk, can't Mark, believe you, you talk to you talk to Kath. You talk to Kath. Mark. What can't you believe, Mark? What Ian said. What? Which bit? People shouldn't have sex. Oh, I know. What's he like? Oh, I know what's he like. Oh, man, you, you want like? to go to a care home, you will see what comes on in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I spent I spent 14 years in a care home, so I've seen what goes on. <laughs> yeah. Ian, talk, no, Ian's in a moody because you spoke to me. Ian. Oh, is it? Oh, bless. Has he got the hump? He's got, I don't know. Ian, don't get the hump, mate. I don't think disabled people should be allowed to have sex. Why? Because uh, uh, I just think it's it's wrong. Why? I just I just I think it is inappropriate. 
Well, I'm disabled. I have sex. Oh, God! Yeah, that is outrageous behaviour! I know, and I love it. <laughs> dirty, dirty boy! I know I am. I you are... Well, I'm only human. Oh, God. With And with I'm other human, human beings? <laughs> it's natural. You're a pervert. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're a no, pervert. No, no, no. <laughs> By the way, can I just say, Mark, right, before people complain, because people don't get this show, or get me, right? Yeah. Of course I don't, of course I don't believe that disabled people... I know you don't. I know, I know you, you know that, I know you get it, but there'll be people going, this guy, they'll think I'm trying to be like a shock jock or not. I'm just, yeah. it's, I'm, I'm, I'm playing a part of a reactionary right-wing idiot. Of course, of course disabled people can, can have sex, so just, you know, I just don't... Just don't want it shoved down your throat, do you? There we go. Anyway, Mark. What you say, then? Yes. What? Well, anyway, Mark. People will say you're being such and such. They are, and if, and I, there's I nothing say, I hate more. Hello. Does this microphone work? Say, Is it your ears that are laugh? broken? I, there's nothing worse than being called such and such. I hate you know, being called... You know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. People, are you on speakerphone? But... Hello? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear Just wondered why you... Just wondered why you were constantly talking when I'm talking and they're not responding to our questions. Oh, right, yeah, I'll let you talk. I mean, talk. You know, it's only I was just wondering, you know, why you weren't answering any of our questions when we asked them. There we go. He can't hear us. Right, go on. We'll shut up. What you got? No, I was going to say you was taught. I, I listened. I couldn't listen to your show live last night, so I listened to it today. Yeah. From last night. Oh yeah. And you were saying about people being shouted up in the street. Yeah. Well, I had a lovely in, in, incident about a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. when uh, someone shouted to me out 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 of a white van. Called me such and such. I won't say the name. People using this such and such term these days. I yeah, hate I know, it. Because I don't want to say the name because it's very rude. Yeah. And um, they said something to me. So it's very mysterious. They got up to the traffic light. Yes. And the light turned red. Oh. So they were stuck there. Uh-oh. I banged on the window. I said, "What you say? What you say?" And they couldn't even look at me. They, they couldn't even look at me. Wow. Ahead, Were you in me. your car or something? No, I mean my wheel, electric wheelchair. Oh, well then, you, this is what I've done with a bus driver once. Right, I fell out with a bus driver on a route I used to live on. And he was the only bus driver on that route. And it got to a point where it, it, he would drive past the bus stop, right? But if I was there and no one else was there. Um, but then once he did that, he drove past the bus stop. And then the lights turned red. I went, right. So I went and stood in front of him. I got my phone out and just filmed him. Right? And I was there in the street, about three or four minutes, filming him. Traffic, the other lane of traffic's moving, he can't. And he's just sat there, covering his face. And then I heard a voice from behind me going, Ian! And I turned around, and it was my wife. And she just looked at me, she said, I expect you home in three minutes. And she walked off. <laughs> and I kind of had to, I had to stay there for another 30 seconds to, you know, because I, I didn't want like to didn't look like a cuck. And then I went to the guy, got away with it this time. But, um, so I guess you should have just rolled your wheelchair in front of him and then said your battery had died. No, I just, I just banged on his window and said, what you say?
saying, what you're saying. And he couldn't... The funny thing is, such the and people such. around were looking at him, and they knew what he'd said. Yep, yep, yep. And he couldn't say nothing. He just looked at such and such. Head, and it got to green, and he just drove off. Beautiful. Like, yeah. Well, you there know, you there's a lot of people... Um, there's a lot of people, aren't there? Too many. There was a lot of people like that, and they're... It used to bug me so much. It used to get to me so much. I mean, I used to cry about Sirito. It used to make me cry. Yeah. Honest to God. But then I thought, what the hell? I've got, got to fight back a little bit. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean. So you, you started having be... sex with these people? <laughs> well, if they were fit enough, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is the noise I make when I'm having sex. And then when the when it finishes, this is the noise um, that I hear in my head. You're a pervert. So um, <laughs> so that's that's where that's taking us to, Mark. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Let's, Listen out for that one, Sam. Um, <laughs> bring it. Let's go to Angela. Good evening, Angela. Hi, Ian, cousin. How are you guys tonight? You're a pervert. Um. We we know that. (laughs) There's a woman in my life. I just can't get enough of her. I hope one day she'll be my wife. I want to spend my life with her. She's called Angela. She's my... (laughs) Angela, but I don't even know if she even knows I exist. When she calls me up, I get a little stirring down inside. I want to hold her cups. I want to lick her behind because she's my... Angela, yeah, yeah, she's my Angela, and I don't even know if she even knows I exist. You are a pervert. There we go. <laughs> you want to hold her cups? Huh? You want to hold her cups? That's between me and Angela, well, who recently sent. I don't f- know if you know this, but your inner monologue just seeped out quite a lot. You fell out of your chair then. <laughs> She um, recently sent me a friend request, which I'm considering. I'm considering. Don't bring the show into it, mate. Um, do you know that song, Considering a Move to Memphis? No. Do you not know that song? No. I'm considering, I'm considering a move to Memphis, a move to Memphis, I'm considering... You don't know that song. No. Do you know that song, Angela? Uh, I thought of. Uh, it's a let, let, it's the um it's a group called the Color Blind James Experience. Color mm. Blind. Let, there we go. This is this is a great. I won't play the full thing because it goes on for about eight minutes. But this is this is um a remarkable. This is a rem, is it seven minutes long? Here we go. Listen to this. This is a great song. Great bit of music. Here we go. This is a great. This sounds is, like Paul Simon. Yeah, isn't it? It's where he nicked it from. Not Africa. I'm considering a move to Memphis with my hair all low. When I arrive in Memphis, I'm bound to meet up with someone I might know. 
I'm considering, I'm considering a move to Memphis, a move to Memphis. I'm considering, I'm considering. Goes on like that. That's a great song. Does he decide by the end or not? Uh, well, let's let's skip to the end. Let's get the last. Here we go. Here we go. That's what I came here for. I'm considering. I'm considering a move to Memphis. A move to Memphis. I'm considering. I'm considering. I think he does go in the end. Yeah. Anyway, Angela, a uh, lot of mouth breathing going on, so let's dive straight in, so to speak. What have you got for us? I had to go to doctors tonight. Oh, tonight? Nighttime doctors? Yeah. yeah. Wowzers. Um, What's wrong? Everything all right? Yeah, I just had a bit of a painful ear. I've been very bright red. Oh, tra- hey, Angela, Angela, painful ear. Tell me, oh. I know all about it. I work with Kath. Oh, no. <laughs> Cheap shot. <laughs> What what have you what have you got ear aids ear infection what is it? What ear is infection. It? No hearing ear aids. Infection. Hearing aids is what mm. I said, Catherine. For goodness sakes, ear infection. Mm-hmm. Is your balance a little bit dicky? Um, it's always been balanced, but um, hmm? he said I might have to go to an ear specialist. Not just give you an antibiotic. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> they basically they don't like to give you too much when you're diabetic. They should you. give you mm. more. When you're, yeah. I'm not, now listen, I, let me couch this by saying I am not medically trained, but it seems obvious to me that if you're diabetic, you should get more antibiotics, not less. Yeah, I know. More! That might even cure mm. your, um, what did you say was wrong with you, epileptic? Mm, I used to be an epileptic, yeah. Yeah, we go, you see, and I just got that vibe. I just got that mm. vibe. Hey, Angela, can you give me, do you believe in astrology? Yeah, sometimes. I've been, I've been studying it, right? What's your, what's your date of birth? Should 23rd, 10th, 63. The 63rd of, of, the, of the, when? 23rd, 10th, 1963. What star sign does that make you? Libra. L- Libra. 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 Oh, yeah. Libra. Yeah. Balance right. is a problem. Well, here we go. And I'm just looking at this, and I'm quite new to this, but I can tell that um, you're a creative person, you have a great energy uh, uh, about you um, that you 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 want to be loved, don't you? You want to be loved, and that you're kind of coming to the end. You've been in you've been in this seven year cycle, haven't you? You kind of coming. It's been a very turbulent seven years. Does that does that make sense? Can I leave that with you? You've been in that a. It does make sense. sense. Yeah. Tell you, me about it. <laughs> you've been in a very turbulent seven years. You're coming to the end of that seven years, though, my love. There's, there's, there's good news. You're coming, you're coming to the corner, and just around the corner, I can tell you there is sunshine, there is light, and there is love for you. And uh, I would say between now and Christmas of 2022, there's going to be a really significant change in your life, either um, personally, uh, or, or, profesh- or professionally, or you might move. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, the move, the moving might be on the cards. Mm, yeah, I, I know, I can see it. Well, I'm, I'll leave that with you, Angela. Thanks, mate. Thank you I so much. <laughs> you, well, you, you hang in there, my love, and um, she, go online and see. No, don't buy any medicine online. No, that, that would be outrageous. But I hope you feel better soon. Thank you, Angela. Been study. Oh, I've got to tell you, I've been studying astrology. Oh. Um. Yeah. Can you do me? Um. Nah, I'd rather not. Let's go to Cleo. <laughs> 
I'd rather not. I'd hello. rather hello. not. Hello. Hello. hello, hello. Yes, yes. And hello, Kaf. Hi. Shag uh, a pony. Oh. <laughs> There's a clip here, and I don't know what this clip is, because I don't always label them well. Good morning. I'm Candace Zambrini, Captain's other sister. Oh, who's that? Candace Zambrini, Candace. remember? From the stairway. Oh, yeah. Oh, we can delete that. Staircase. Uh, the sister. Yeah. Remove. Let me see. Um, what's this? No, that's an, okay. What's... Um, um, no, I'm good with all of those. I know what those are. Okay, right. I don't like food very much, you oh, see. All right, Tony, calm down. Cleo, <laughs> yes, mate. Come on, let's get to the point. Let's let's see what you've oh, learned in the last what, three months. And now what? Um, you know, you're all about having sex with animals. Yes. Well, you've actually voluntarily phoned in to answer oh. this. Jeez, uh, I've had to force a, um, a political expert and yeah. um, a hate preacher to, to address this. You have phoned in voluntarily to yeah. answer this question. Jeez, you know exactly what you are. Back in, back in, back in, back in, back in. That's what you are. <laughs> uh, I think I've got panda. Okay. They're endangered uh, enough, aren't they? But I, I was thinking, would that not help them on to sort of... Uh, Get them in the mood to have sex with each other. What having sex then... with a with a tiny circular human being is going to get them <laughs> horny for panda love? Is it yeah. true? Is it is this true that that of to course. get to get pandas in the mood? I read this. They show them panda porn. <laughs> this honestly, that's not even me doing a skit. This whole last it's fifty minutes has been it. a skit. But they show them panda pornography now is this this begs the question is it real pandas you know in unlikely scenarios like like a panda gets a pizza delivered or is it human beings dressed up as pandas it's actual pandas i just found it in an actual paper starring lee lee and wing wing the telegraph here we go here we go by harry alsop harry alsop the panda porn uh, specialist Researchers at China's Breeding Research Centre were concerned that five-year-old Ki Lin and her partner Yong Yong never seemed to be in the mood. So they played them a couple of videos of pandas mating in the wild in an effort to get them to mate. Every time Yong Yong tried to mount her, Ki Lin fought him off. And we were worried she was going to miss her three-day breeding cycle. Um, Unfortunately, you cannot have sex with her. She's too young, Yong. (laughs) (laughs) So we played them the film and she took great interest in it. After that, there was no stopping her and they mated successfully. Flipping it. Wowzers. Wow. Is it, is, is it the male or the female who has the problem with... Keeling wasn't in the mood. She kept pushing him off. She kept mm. doing what to him? Pushing I mean, him off. Generally, because they're very, they're very difficult to procreate, aren't they? Did and is, just... it the, is it like a male thing or is it a female thing? I just think that in captivity, they've never seen it done. This is what it's saying yeah. in this article. They just can't be bothered. Hey, hang on a second. Here's a song. I don't, know what, sure. I don't know what this song is. Josh Groban is on the show tonight. Here's a kid that... Let's see what this song is. Hang on. Josh has a new project. You may have heard about this. The National Zoo in Washington, been, they've been having trouble getting the pandas to mate. So uh, they've even tried showing the, the pandas yeah, pornography, but it hasn't helped. So what they're doing now is they've hired Josh Groban to sing <laughs> romantic songs to them. To oh, sing, well, take a look. <laughs> I want to see you have panda sex 
I want to watch you pull down your panda pants. I could do better. Oh, God. Ameri- America is uh, is devoid of, of, of... American television, let's be a little bit more specific, is devoid of any wit and charm, and, and they should give Josh Groban drives me to suicide. I don't even know who... Well, let's, let's go. Let's, let's, let's steady, steady on with that. I don't even know who Catherine yeah. Josh Groban is. Oh, he's oh. funny. He's a sort of crooner. He's... Shut up, man! I've asked her! I deli- you made a joke about suicide! I've deliberately said the name Kathy next! I didn't want you to talk anymore! Jesus, man! Shut up! Learn manners! And etiquette! For God's sakes, I said the name Catherine so that you wouldn't, that would be an obvious social clue, even to a thicko, that I was not addressing you! Shut up, man! Shut up now! Stop making noises! Will you shut your face? <laughs> Jesus! You're worse than Ken! Sh- stop using your castanets! God's sakes, man! Will you shut up? I want Catherine to explain who Josh Groban is! Uh, we're out of time now, and it's your fault we'll never know! Across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So, um, that sounds like a... Was it the X Factor? That sounds like a real must-watch series. With those guys involved. <laughs> Hello, dear listener. <clears throat> Come on, man. Man up. Man up, boy. Hello, dear listener. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. It is, without a shadow of a doubt, the best late night radio show anywhere in the country. I'm going to say in the world, right? Until someone proves me incorrect. It's also the one with perhaps the the, 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 the lowest listening figures. And um, that makes my life very, very uh, shaky. Um, tour dates. Kath and I are doing a little tour. Edinburgh, Glasgow, uh, Manchester, Bath and Brighton. If you want to see the tour dates, um, go to ianlee.com slash event. Singular! Why? Why what? Well, if you go to events, it takes you to a different page. It's a bit more complicated. That's why. So just don't even bring it in. IanLee.com slash event. Uh, If you want to watch the show tonight, you can go to Periscope. Uh, We've turned off chat because people on Periscope are not very nice. Uh, If you want to go and chat with some people that still aren't very nice, but they they are moderated. I'm joking. Uh, YouTube.com slash IanLee. Subscribe. Click the little bell. Uh, icon, you'll get notified sometimes we go live, doesn't always work and you can join, look for the live feed there and you can uh, you can join the chat um, so um, 03444991000 Nick Knowles, we featured Nick Knowles very heavily on this show with his album um, Nick Knowles has acknowledged that his album didn't do very well oh and uh, now, okay his de- his debut album Every kind of people. Doesn't that seem a lifetime ago? Didn't build up much hope of a top recording career as it peaked at... Wow, it got as high as number 92? Bearing in mind, I got to number 31 
Uh, but DIY SOS TV host Nick Knowles isn't bricking it about returning to the studio. He hopes to release a record of nursery rhymes that he has written for his young son, Eddie. In an exclusive chat at the Attitude Pride Awards this month, he said, the last album will have sent people to sleep, so that's that's why this one might work very well. A little bit of self-deprecation. And it's deprecation, not depreciation, you idiots. And then, okay, why do you think, Catherine, Nick Knowles' album didn't do very well? What, what, what's, your, what's your theory? Because it was it? Pony. Okay, that's harsh but fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, could be also argued. it felt a lot like a vanity project. Yeah, it was, it was a vanity. Also, you can't sing those things all together. Yes, you're wrong. That's not why it failed. Oh, when my album came out and five other TV people had albums out at the same time, oh, blaming Shane Ritchie. I was on a hiding to nothing. Right. <laughs> that's like that's like Britney saying, oh, you know, all these other people release pop things at the same time. That's why I'm minding. Re- the thing is. He'll genuinely believe that yeah. because um, the hello because the ego won't allow him to think. Oh, maybe it was crap. And here's the thing: you shouldn't be embarrassed about failure. We say this a lot. Failure. You know, Kath and I do things. We haven't actually done something for a while that could be a huge failure. So we do one. We do. Well, no, we go out and we do these rabbit hole shows, and some sell better than others. But the shows are consistently good. We've not had a bad. We've not had a bad rabbit hole show. Um, and, you know, Edinburgh and Glasgow not selling well. Manchester tickets slow down a bit. There's only nine left. I'm all right with that. Um, uh, but we haven't actually done anything where there is a, a, a real... Well, I suppose the last thing was the TV show. The well, rabbit hole TV tag, show. Tag, people might not have turned up. That was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but... i tell you what I was thinking of... But So, so he, he putting so an he album really out... He really thinks that people will only buy one... I'm only going to buy one TV album a year. I was thinking, right, so we're going to go to Manchester and doing the show on the 28th, right, and on the lunchtime of the 28th, we're going to Annie's, which is owned by my good friend, uh, my close personal friend who I've not spoken to for six months, Jenny McAlpine, mm-hmm. Fizz from Coronation Street. I uh, know I have, actually. I did um, The Chase with her. I, I love I love Jenny. She was one of my favorites. I was, I was really starstruck when I saw her in there because it's like, flipping it's Fizz from Coronation Street. She's been doing that for 20 years. She was also in Emmerdale Farm, and she mugged Seth Armstrong. In Good Emmerdale girl. Farm, yeah. Good girl. But I was, she was the one, she was the only one actually out of all of them that I was starstruck by because it was like fizz. And when we were sat down one day and I started doing a Coronation Street competition and she joined in with questions, I, I was over the moon. It was like, and it was, you know, the one we were in the taxi and we're getting crap dropped, dropped on us. And I hadn't really spoken to her before then. And it was obviously it was between it was up to me and her to do it because Amir was useless and Stanley was worse than useless. And I leant over and I said, Jenny, I've just got to say, my mum will be so thrilled to see us doing this together. So she's great. And I love her. And I'm also become one of the great benefits, side effects, side effects, diagnosed one of the great paradoxes of that was I'm now friends with her husband Chris who's one of the nicest blokes and we kind of text each other because we're both rubbish on the phone so there's a lot of texting um but they run this restaurant Annie's um which um we're going to go and have lunch at now here's the thing right here's the thing Catherine of course I've said they can come to see the show for free of course I've said that right now Chris has said well you you can have lunch for free right so we have got to order so much food We've, we have. I would Can like. We take doggy bags. I, well, this is it. Because we're there two days. I, I, I want them to go. I want. I want to. I want to send Annie's bust. <laughs> I want to teach them a lesson. 
for being nice people. That being nice doesn't pay, doesn't work, doesn't pay. Being nice doesn't pay in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. So we go there. He said we got free lunch. We just keep ordering and ordering and ordering. It's until... a hard lesson, but it's about time you learn. Being it. nice doesn't. And I know she's pregnant and all, and they're probably watching the pennies, but still. No, for God's sakes, she's on TV. She must be a millionaire. Don't you know how TV works? Yeah. So, anyway, so we're doing that, and uh, hopefully on the Friday night, we're going to go up on the Friday, we're going to go to Chelsea's and do the show from there. But I was thinking, do you remember we watched that documentary, which I would like to watch again, when I when I finally move, and I guess all of my DVDs and my records and my CDs, I'm going to, and books, I'm going to lock myself away and watch lots of movies and docu- documentaries. Do you remember we watched that documentary about that American DJ in the 60s and the 70s, Radio Unnameable? Yes, 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 yes. And um, it might be too soon to organise this for Manchester. But maybe there's something in this for Edinburgh. Um, and he, it was like this underground, it's a great documentary, Radio Unnameable, right? And it's like this sort of underground, late night stoner phone-in show on public radio in the 60s and the 70s. And he would get people like John Lennon would drop in and, and talk about UFOs and Bowie and stuff. And then as over time, it just became a phone-in show. Not dissimilar to this. I think it went through the night, but um, a drop-in centre for the lost, the lonely and the bewildered. Yeah. And he set about, and I found, we found it, we watched this when we were at the BBC. And um, it, it, actually, if you watch it, you'll kind of get this show. It's where the idea for Tag came from, yeah. uh, d- d- indirectly, because he was, he would talk about trying to create a community. We watched that and we watched Harmontown. Harmontown, that was it, that was it. And it's a sense of creating a community. But he would do things, and I, it's a while since I've seen it, but a few years, but they, he arranged a happening at an airport. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. There was a happening, and just like he said, well, I'm going to be at this airport at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and you're all welcome. And loads of hippies just turned up to hang out. And there was also one, and this I found really inspirational, and this is kind of what I'm thinking of nicking, but I, I, I don't know if we would... I mean, we don't... Anyway, um... There was like a street near, when New York was a dump, and there was like a street sort of near the studio or near one of the listeners that was that was filthy. And he said on air, right, well, I'm going to be at this street at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning, and I'm going to have a load of black plastic bags with me, and I'm going to go and collect litter. And if any of you guys want to join me, I'm, I plan to be there all day, I'm just going to collect litter. And like a thousand people rocked up and cleared the street of litter just because they listened to his show at two o'clock on a Thursday morning or something. And I was kind of thinking, is is there is there something like that we could do? It wouldn't be such a big scale thing, right? And I don't want to spend the whole time in Manchester picking up rubbish. But I was, it, we should have mentioned this maybe two or three weeks ago. But <laughs> is there something in saying, look, we're gonna we're gonna be somewhere at one o'clock on the Saturday, and we're gonna try and fix something. Whether that is picking up litter or, or I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We may not be able to arrange it for for this trip because it's the twenty eighth and it's it's really near, and it's the kind of thing that we'd need to bang on about. You need to bang on about in this day and age. We've got a small listenership, and we've got a very small listenership in Manchester. The kind of thing you need to bang on about. Um. So maybe we save it. Maybe we'll save it for for Edinburgh. Although I'm not quite sure how Edinburgh is going to work out. But maybe we save it for Edinburgh. 
if we go up on the Friday, we can do it on the Saturday. We've got a daytime show. I was thinking maybe we play tag in Edinburgh. Anyway. Oh, I hate running. Why do you always have to do tag? Can we not uh, do something where I have to stand still? I, I well, I'll tell you what I, I think we should do in Edinburgh because it's, it's an... Oh, I don't know. Maybe we play tag after the show because the show finishes at seven. All right. Edinburgh. And we just say to everyone, look, if you give us 10 minutes to pack up our stuff, um, if anyone knows a park, we'll meet you in a park. We'll meet you in a park and we'll have we'll have tag for 40 minutes. I don't, is that a thing? And then we drive over to Glasgow and we stay in Glasgow. I don't, it might be fun, mightn't it? OK. God, you're dreading this. I hate tag. Uh, could you, I'm rubbish at it. Crap at it. Everyone always catches me. And I'm always on. I'm sorry, have you seen a doctor? <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Maybe it may be, maybe we can't do something in Manchester, but maybe we do that in Edinburgh. We, we, we have a game of tag after the show. That might be it. That might be it. I don't know. I'm just um... Anyway, Nick Knowles' album didn't sell because Alexander Armstrong and Jason Manford and Shane Ritchie and Bradley Walsh all had albums out yeah, at the same time. They ruined it for him. They ruined it for him! They ruined it. I bet it. they all got together like a summit of supervillains and decided that they were going to jeopardise his musical career. They ruined uh, Nick Knowles' um, um, singing career. Oh, I can't. I was going to play some uh, Nick Knowles, but I have not bothered to set up my hard drive. So um, Nick Knowles, maybe he did that eye for an eye, but that got taken off of YouTube, didn't it? Oh no, someone's put it back up. Here we go. Oh great! Someone's here. We go. This is this. This is not the reason that it didn't sell. Because here we go. This is this is Nicky Knowles. Let's have something. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, slurp that coffee.
reality of late night radio i think i'm in something like the matrix and so are you the late night alternative hello hello with ian lee is there anybody out there on talk radio hello oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand um so there's this you know neil diamond has got parkinson's and so he kind of quit this tour last year and he quit it really suddenly it was like doing a tour and then it was like that tour's off didn't even turn it into a farewell tour. She's like, all right, this guy's not well. Don't cry, it'll be okay. Well, it won't be okay, I don't think. There's, there was a Grammys tribute to him, like, last night, two nights ago that they filmed, and it was, um, like, Sammy Hagar, and Neil Diamond came out and sung a song. And Mickey Dolenz from The Monkees, of course, I'm a believer, their biggest hit. Um, he wrote a couple of other... What other songs did he write? Little Bit Me, Little Bit You. Look Out, Here Comes Tomorrow, and a couple of others. And um, Mickey Dolenz had never met Neil Diamond. They never met, which I thought was kind of incredible. And there was a picture of the rehearsal of Mickey Dolenz holding aloft. Mickey looking great. The older he gets, right, that guy, he looks great. And his voice, you know, he's like 73, 74. His voice is incredible. Anyway, it's him. He wears a hat. I've got to say to all, all pop stars, if you're wearing a hat, we know what's under there. Just don't be embarrassed by it. James Taylor, we know what's under there. My love, we know what's under there, guys. You're fooling nobody. It's cool. We don't care. But um, there was a picture of him holding Neil Diamond's hand aloft. And um, uh, Neil with kind of glasses um, uh, and a hat. We know what's under there, Neil. And sort of looking forlorn. And, and it's a dress rehearsal picture, so I tried not to read too much into it. But 
you can his left hand look, looks very palsied. It looks very. It's being held up by yeah. someone else, not by Neil himself. And it's a look I recognise. I, I tweeted this. I, I kind of recognise that look from my mum with MS. And a lot of people misunderstood what I was talking about. How can you tell he's got MS? Oh, I'll get into a conversation. Um, that look of your limbs are not, uh, uh, you know, you are not controlling your limbs as, as perhaps you once yeah, were. there's kind of a limpness there, yeah. isn't there? And, and Yeah. And I spoke to someone who was there, who was lucky enough to be there at the actual performance. I said, well, how was Neil? And they said, well, he wore, he forgot, he didn't, he had difficulty remembering the words to I'm a Believer, which people go, well, he wrote it 50 years ago. Yeah, but he sings it. He's been singing it on recent tours. So he sang Sweet Caroline, remembered all the words to that, uh, but he was very weak and frail. Oh, what a shame. And he looks, he looks really skinny in that picture as well. Really skinny. What a shame, man. I love Neil Diamond. You know, and he's a big... I want to say macho, but I don't kind of mean it in the he's modern sense. He's a great sense. big lion of a person. Yeah, yeah. Very powerful performer. And to see, you know, to see anybody... I find very sad seeing anybody weakened by disease. You know, MS and Parkinson's and all this. Um but someone who you kind of grew up listening to and it was always on the telly in our house and you see him like that and you think, I don't want to call it, but I, I you know, I, 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 that can't be long, you know. Uh, maybe I got that wrong, but he's hopefully he's going to, he's, he said he's going to do more albums. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Cinnamon. Good evening, Ian. You taste like cherry aid. What have no, you got I for taste us? Like cinnamon. Oh, there we go. Okay, fine. Well, no, that's the song, isn't it? Sally Cinnamon. You taste like cherry aid. Oh, it's that one sweet like chocolate balls. You remember that one? <laughs> you sweet like chocolate balls. I bet you like a, a couple of chocolate balls in your mouth, don't you? Um, do you now? Can, can we just clarify? Do you mean actual yes. balls made of chocolate, or do you mean a black man's testicles? Mm. Well, which ones do you prefer? Now you can tell all your listeners, then, can't what, you? What colour are you? I am very, um, multicultural. Well, in that case, I'll have your testicles in my mouth, please, sir. What about me, um, feet, though? They're Chinese. I don't want Chinese feet! Come on, you might have a feet fetish. Oh, no, I, no, I don't have a feet fetish. I don't mind I'll getting sucked off. Cin- I'll put them in cinnamon. <laughs> I don't really like cinnamon, to be honest. I like a little... De- too many people, if they're using cinnamon, they put too much cinnamon in. Um, I like a little bit of cinnamon. Can I ask you a question, Ian? I think you're going to, whether I like it or not. I was, I Googled you um, on Google. Uh-oh. And I've seen a young picture of you. Uh-oh. He Googled and me on have... Google? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I've seen a young picture of you. You look very handsome, but what's happened to you? Oh no no no! I've grown into my face. I look like I look like. Hey, cinnamon, cinnamon, shut up! I'll let let you do the insults. Don't worry. But this shows you what a great guy I am. I look like Skeletor in the young pictures. I'm not handsome at all in those pictures. I grow, but I would say I peaked about three years ago, and I'm and now I'm now I'm now I've I've crossed the threshold. About forty one, forty two is my peak, and now I'm going down the other side. So I guess I'm just getting old. No, but you're not scared of letting yourself go because you're never going to beat anyone in that oh, oh, um, relationship. No, you're gonna, I yeah. have, I have happily let myself go. Uh, I, no, I've, 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 Ian, I released the grip. The grip, the Ian, grip has been released. 
Ian, there's only so much time you can choke the chicken till you get bored. No, God, well, no, I've been I've been masturbating for about 31 years now. You must and be I'm, tired. I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> thank you, Kathy, and I'm still loving it, man. It's it's still my favourite out Wait, of all of the. Which your hand? Sorry, your left-handed, uh, right-handed. I'm right-handed. I can't do it with my left hand. No, you know what you should do? Put your put a pillowcase over your face. What? Um, do it with your left hand, then you can pretend it's someone else. Listen, man, there's no way you can yeah. teach me any new masturbatory techniques. I, I, I'm I, sure, I'm sure, I sure I can. I'm sure you can't, buddy. <laughs> what about me. the rolling pin? Have you done that one? Of course I've done the rolling pin, yeah. You dirty bugger then, aren't you? Yes, I am, man, Did you have a cheeky one in the jungle? Uh, no, you're not, you weren't allowed to. This, this is a genuine thing. We we all had a clause in our contract pointed out to us the day before we went in saying you're yeah. not allowed to touch anybody, uh, you know, in a, in any way that might be considered sexual or inappropriate, and you're not allowed to touch yourself. Well, that's a bit boring, then, isn't it? No, it's the most unhorny situation I've ever found myself in. So, no, it was it was very, very straightforward not to not to masturbate. In front of 12 million not even, people. Not even in um, when you go to the bathroom, you're not even tempted to have a. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was the most unerotic situation I've ever been in. Oh, can I ask another question before you put the phone down? Amanda? Um, uh, is it? Here's the thing, man. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And I've played along nicely with your insults and stuff. But is it just going to be yeah. another rude one for comic effect? That's, is it going to be another rude one for comic effect that's just going to fall flat like that one? Because that was dis- no. they, they were they were disappointing, man. They were disappointing, and um, I, I, I don't know if you can do any better than that. I can say something a lot better, but you might tell me you might your lefty side might come and tell me off. Well, no, I do, my lefty side. Well, if if you think I'm going to tell you off, then why don't you make the grown up decision not to not to say it? I believe the NHS should be privatised, and that's not a joke. Okay, so you've called me ugly, yeah. and I've let myself go, and yeah. I'm never going to find another um, partner again. Companion, because ne- you could, you could you companion, because they could be a fella as well. Well, part, or part, so, I, well so I said partner. Uh, yeah, he or she or them. Yeah, and now you want to talk about the NHS? Yes. Man, this is the most boring call. Uh, listen, I've taken some boring calls in my time. I've, I've taken some boring calls in my time, but this is one of the worst, man. It's a waste of money because I'm going to pay. My taxes are going to pay for people like you and become fat, and I can't. And I can't hold myself to because you need um, function or whatever it's called. The the last it band. Come on, it's man. not my fault. Hey, listen, it's not my fault. Hey, you became listen, fat. I, I was going to cut you off then, and I'm not going. I'm not going to cut you off because I'm hoping that we can connect on a on a on a human to human on a spiritual way. No, 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 on a human to human basis. What's your real name, friend? Cinnamon. What's your what's your but what's your real name, friend? All right, I'll I'll whisper it to you, yeah. Just say your name, man. My my, my, my real name's my real name's Ian Rugby. What's your name? Derek. Okay. What's your real name, friend? <laughs> that is my real name. Derek. Uh, okay. Well, I don't believe you. What okay. is what is with the fat shaming jokes? What is with that? What what is that? I don't I don't get it. Right. Do are we having a heart to heart now? Because I can tell you what I think about the uh, fat people. No, 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 no. Forget the fat people. Ignore the fat people. I'm just, 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 just talk about me. 
Why yeah. why do you think it's acceptable to find up? Shame, yeah. To to why do you think it's acceptable just to find up and say, Hey, you're fat now. Because you can do so much better you, and for your health and for your kids and for your family. No, 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 and no, no, no. Uh, do, 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 you, 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 I'm you, trying to, I'm you trying dude, to I'm trying to connect you, with yeah. you, and I, sh- I could have cut you, anyone else would have cut you off ten minutes ago, and I'm, I'm probably kept you on Not too Alan long. Bezic, not Alan Bezic, he never cuts me off. Well, it's because he's a shit presenter. Now, here's the thing, here's the thing, right, um, you don't get to bring my kids into this. I get to bring my kids into this. I never you, said you kids. I said bummer. No, you said kid, mate. You just said kids. You don't okay, get... Okay, I might have said kids. You did. But I never said their names. Well, you... Well, you good, good, because you don't know them. I don't want to know them. Right. You but don't, I don't want to see them on TV when you, when you, when it's your funeral because you vet yourself to death. Okay. Well, listen, thanks so much So thanks so much for your call. I Thank really you. think... You um, you just need to have a think, man. You need to have a think because it's not funny. Can you tell me what I need to think about? Yeah, just stop. Be, stop. Stop trying to be. What you're doing isn't funny. I wasn't trying to be funny. I'm trying to get the better ear out of you. No, 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 no. The good looking ear. I've I've tried. I've tried, and Money I can't. can't uh, I've tried, and I can't connect with you on a human level. I think that says a See, lot you're about to you. Know, me like I'm the nasty one. Yeah. When it's not, it's yeah. not me as a problem. It's you. I don't have. A, I don't have a problem. You have the. You have the problem of being a very mean, dark spirited mean. person. Maybe maybe your maybe maybe your maybe your mum didn't love you. Maybe your mum loved you too much. Maybe your dad. Oh. I don't know what it is. But no, what you're, you're doing, say, jealous. I got more love. It's all right. What you're doing, I love you, Ian. What you're doing, I love the fat Ian. What you're doing isn't working. It is. Sure, working. Hey, sure, man. When, when you play the tape of this to your friends tomorrow, they might go, "Yeah, man, you you taught that guy a lesson. You taught that guy a lesson." But but no one else is thinking that. Everyone else is feeling sorry for you, man. Everyone is feeling no, sorry no, no, for no, you. No, 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 no. They feel sorry for what a fat slob you're becoming. Okay. And all you do is repeat yourself and say, and, and on the radio show and say, "Oh, what a terrible person Bob died! Oh, what a terrible person what? he's ill. He used to sound what nice, but now what? he sounds a bit cracker." What is this guy talking know. about? Do you know what this guy is talking about? I don't know. I think maybe he's had a few. I think I I'm think sober. something's happened. All right, so and you, I don't do drugs. So you've got no excuse then for you've being an arsehole. You've got no excuse for Oh three four 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 nine nine. Did we get that one? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, sorry, YouTubers, you've got the full brunt of that. Um, I really tried. What an unpleasant. You know, we were talking yesterday about um, people who go out of their way to um, offload their mm. their crappiness. Yeah. That's a prime example. Um, and then what happened as well, that what would have upset him is that I, I was playing along. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt because I thought, well, maybe we can turn this around. James Whale took the piss out of me tonight for being fat. And it really, and I was listening. And I know I like James. And I know he's had a tough old time of it recently. He's oh, I've got go James Whale, for God's sakes. But he did a nice little three-minute thing about me being overweight. So what? He was using you as filler. He did a thing about me being overweight, about my belly being too big and hanging over my belt and all of this. And um, and, 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 and I've got an issue with my weight. And I thought when I came off the metazapine that the weight would go back down and it didn't. And I look at myself in the mirror and I'm disgusted by what I see. I'm disgusted by it. Absolutely hate it. 
And I don't want to go back to the skinny me. I mean, that guy was wrong. Me, 20 years ago, when I was coked up and skinny. Oh, it's horrible. Skeletal. But I wouldn't mind going back to me of about five, six years ago. you know. And I don't think I can do it because I've tried and I don't think I can. So I do look at my body and I'm disgusted by it. right? And that's that's my own body dysmorphia. You know, that I'm, I'm seeing something different to what everyone else is. I get that. But I'm disgusted by it. And today has been a particularly... You know, I was on the phone to you in tears earlier on because today has been such a stressful day. And I tweeted, I tweeted a picture last night of the the room that I live in. And I deleted it immediately, thinking I don't want to. Sh- actually, I shouldn't share that. And then today, I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm gonna share that. You know, because again, someone might get something out of it. And uh, so I tweeted the picture of the room that I've lived in for the last two years and the the. The, the, the bit of street outside where I park my car and the state of it. And, of course, a lot of people say, well, I've lived in worse. OK, fine. It's not yeah. a dick measuring competition. I'm just showing you. Um, uh, and I was trying to do it as, like, an inspirational, but in two weeks' time, hopefully I'm getting, you know, the new chapter. But as I was writing it, I thought, oh, God, I feel, I feel terrible. I feel terrible. And I feel ashamed of showing this place. That I live, you know, a place that for two years I've not brought my kids around. I don't mind. My kids say, can we come and see your flat? No, I don't want you to see. I don't want you to see how low I have sunk. Um, you come and see the house. When, when I got the house, man alive, you guys are coming around. You're staying for weekends and all of that. But for two years, I've not been able to bring the kids over to mine, you know. And I, the, when I go home, I'm ashamed of that place. And, and, and you know, to, I'm on the third floor and the laundry is in the basement around the back of the car park. And most people there don't know who I am. But the other day I was in there and this family recognized me. What are you doing here? All of that. So it was um, <clears throat> it wasn't humiliating. It was humbling. It's a very big difference. So I, so I tweeted that and then I was on the phone to you in tears and stuff. And um, it, uh, and then I kind of had to pull it together because my kids were, were in the other room. And it's just been a lot of day. So that, that, that call doesn't bother me. But um, uh, but James saying what he did, and I know he wasn't being mean. It was that's kind of the routine. But it just I just sat there listening to it, and you were doing something on your computer and you couldn't hear it. And I just sat and I froze and I thought, shit, I'm fat, man, and I hate it. And I'm not having to go up large people. At all, these are totally my issues, you know, totally, totally my issues. And it's like, oh, now, and now, now it's turned into a comedy routine, you know. And I just no, felt so ashamed. I think it was lazy of him. I'm disappointed. I know he's going through his own stuff. Yeah. When I hear him talking like that about people who I know he has time for, yeah, I think it sounds like he's very insecure at the moment. It felt he's in a weird place. But, I know he's in a weird place, but, but 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 there's no excuse for that, and I don't. You know, as your friend, I resent him using that as a kind of throwaway yeah. filler. There's a good two, three minutes. He's fat. Put something he's else overweight. in the show. He can't, he, won't get, he can't get on telly again because he's overweight. It was all of wow. this. It was all of this. And I just sat there listening to it. And I nearly didn't come in today. About one o'clock, when I, about two o'clock, when I got the second contact from a solicitor about the divorce, I was like, I'm going to phone up my boss and, and I'm going to phone up Danny. And he said, I can't, I'm gonna, I can't do this week. Um, and I've got a knot in my stomach now just thinking about it. And I, I came in, and I think the first hour of the show is probably one of the funniest hours we've done in ages. You know, the second hour is weird, man, but the first hour was funny and well worth coming in for. And quite often the best shows, I find, you know, the best art comes from a dark place. Um, but, yeah, no, I was listening to James, and I, I, I nearly went into the bathroom to have a little cry. Right. 
here's the thing. Yeah. That idiot there that was just talking. Oh, he's not got me. No, and James are coming from the same place. They yeah. think they're punching up. They think they yeah. that they're doing it to someone who is has got everything going for them. Yeah, yeah. They don't know all the intricacies yeah. of what's going on. Yeah. Sodom. Oh, that guy there hasn't got me at all. I, f- I felt really sorry for that guy. Um, that guy's not. That guy's not got me at all. But, but James is too in his own head. Yeah. Yeah. He's too in his own head. I think it was yeah. really unkind. Yeah. And tomorrow I'll say something to him about it. No, 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 don't, no, don't. Some one of these idiots will tweet him and uh, he'll do another. Well, thing if he asks me about it, I'll tell him. Oh three on that happy bombshell. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative on talk radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, am I allowed to say? So I saw The Incredibles 2 yesterday. And um, Elastigirl, she's fine. She is fine. Fine. This is where my life is at. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling sexy for cartoon mums. Right. Cartoon mums are turning me on. She's uh, who does her voice? Holly Hunter, isn't it? I don't know from the piano. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Let me check. Um, I like her voice. I like her hair. I like her boots. She's got like um, like like PVC boots on. She's fine. I like her sparky attitude. So if it, uh, so, the There's Holly Hunter. Okay. Well, I don't know. Really, it doesn't really clarify. Um, no, I don't fancy. I'm not in love with Holly no, Hunter. No, but that's the actress I'm talking about. You, uh, I'm Holly. I'm hey. I'm Elastigirl. Jack Jack's got powers. She says. Um, Jack Jack's got powers. Dashiell Robert Parr. You can do the voice, cat. <laughs> I'm going to write down some specific phrases I want you to record. <laughs> ah, no, that would be wrong. For me, and I'm going to listen to them at my leisure. Good evening, Jenny. Hello. Hello, Jenny. You're live on Talk Radio speaking to a, a, a small but dedicated number of listeners. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. What you got for us? Um, I was just listening to the last phone call and your conversation with Catherine. Oh, yes. And I wanted to say, because Catherine is obviously one of your best friends, and I've often found in life that sometimes it's hardest to take compliments from one of your best friends, because you always always minimise them. You would say that, wouldn't you, is the phrase that comes up. You would say that. Exactly. So I thought I would say to you, as a complete stranger Uh and someone with no motive behind it, you're a handsome, attractive man. And that's a load of nonsense, what people... Do you know what would have been funny, Jenny? If you, after that build-up, you're going, I'm going to say it's a complete stranger, I think you're fat and ugly. I would have... I would have, I I would have, have laughed... It. I would have laughed a lot if you'd have said that. I've done it. <laughs> oh, hey, you're a... And I'm not... And that's not why... I, I know you know that that's not why I'm saying that, but I appreciate of you calling up and saying that. that. Thank you. You're a very... You're a kind human being. And of we need more kindness. <laughs> there was a story. There was a story in the papers today, which I deliberately didn't pick out because I thought, but it, it's in there, about this ten-year-old girl and um, like some kids at school set up like an online poll saying, "Is she fat? Is she ugly? Oh, is she God. stupid?" And and I just thought, um, 
I mean, and, and bullying happens at school, but this is the, the, the horrible thing about the internet now, is now bullying happen, happens at home. Yeah. So when, when you're a kid, and I, I got bullied at school, and I bullied at school, but w- once you got home, that was it, man. You breathed a sigh of relief, you made it home, you shut the front door, you were safe, man. You could go upstairs to your bedroom and, you know, practice punching the pillow and taking control of the situation, and then the next day you'd suck it all in and you'd go to... But now it does. Now it follows you home. It follows you into your bedroom. It's, it's really outrageous. It, it, my job, I, I work with um, children in schools quite a lot, and um, it, you know that that call you just had actually reminded me. It was like social media, but played out over the telephone, which yeah. is quite unusual. But it, you know, the kids I speak to every day, they hate social media. They yeah. feel completely trapped by it. And trapped by having to hear other people's opinions of them constantly. And I can't even bear to think how I'd have coped with that as a teenager. <laughs> I just think it's horrendous. I think social, I think Facebook and Twitter are a great experiment, but they failed. And uh, mm. it's time to say, you know what, we had a go, guys, and we couldn't. You know, I genuinely believe that when Facebook was started, it was started as this kind of. Um, you, you know, trying to make a, a pleasant. Oh, go on. You know, no, we started to check out which girls no. were single, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, that's how they started. No, sta- yeah, they, that's how they started out at Harvard. You're joking. No, so they would rate women on it. Yeah. You said rate, rate. by the way. No, yeah. uh, rate and uh, put whether they were available or not. Right. Wow. So uh, hang on, I didn't realise that. So hang on. So that means it was from its very conception, the the seed of it. Yeah. Comes from a place of misogyny, control, and, and taking women weird completely stalking. on appearance. Yeah. yeah I, did you know that, Jenny? I had heard that, but it, it sort of makes you realise, you know, that's the, as you say, that's the seed that it's come from. No wonder it's ended up such yeah. a blooming monster. Oh, exactly. No, exactly. No wonder. Yeah. That's where it. I thought yeah. it came from an altruistic. Let's try and create a loving environment online. Wow. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg and the others that bailed out early. Shame on you, man. That's it terrible. Makes, it, it makes me sad because I go out with my friends and, you know, I've got a friend in particular. But we'll spend the entire evening just trying to get the perfect selfie of a space to put on social media to show what a great time we're having. <laughs> to the point that it ruins the evening. And the time you're having is purely taking pictures. <laughs> exactly. So, so everyone else thinks, oh, look at these two having a fantastic time with their cocktails. Whereas, in fact, I'm sitting there thinking, I wish I did my other friends that don't do this. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, where I can actually chat and relax. And I need, I'm trying, the same. I'm trying to be an example for my kids in that when, when I go out with them now, I, do, I the phone stays in the car. So I want to go out with you for a meal now, Catherine. And for the last couple of months, it's been, apart from the other day when I was doing maths, I, I leave the, if we go out for a meal at work now, Jenny, I'll leave my phone here. So that yeah. I'm there, so that I'm there and I'm present. Well, that's it, because you find you're not living in the moment anymore. You're recording exactly. something that you're not really experiencing because your yeah. only concern is what other people are going to think about and it. And I don't need to take a picture of a Byron Burger. People know what Byron <laughs> Burgers look like. They know what a Nando's <laughs> looks like. I don't, so I, I'm, I'm trying to be, because I, I have spent too long in front of, you know, with the phone in, with my kids, and I tr- really try and make an effort. Now I see less of them. When I'm with them, I put the, I leave the phone in the, in, well, I'm not going to say where I hide it, but I leave the phone hidden, um, so that I'm, I'm there and I'm present. And, and some, sometimes I will get the phone out if they want, if they want me to Google something. I'll go, oh, let's have a look online. But, um, ah, oh man, I, I worry about how, um, uh, uh, you know, Twitter, not so much Facebook, but how Twitter and whatever the next thing is, because there'll be another thing coming soon. 
how, how that that's going to impact on my boy's mental yeah, health. I mean, I think with Twitter, it's because you're a celebrity, apologies for using that word, but yeah. <laughs> because, you know, you're well known and you've got lots of followers, you, you, you get the really negative side of Twitter. I mainly use Twitter for work and... So, you know, for me, it's quite useful because all I see is various things about kind of mental health projects because that's my line of work. Yeah. And, um, you know, so for me, it's quite interesting. And I follow people like yourself and other people I find interesting. But, but I don't interact in the same sort of way, you know, because I'm not well known. I don't get anyone mm. trying to come for me. Mm. Whereas I, what I know from young people I speak to, it's, it's really Snapchat and Instagram that, are horrendous for them, you know, because they just get bombarded with people they don't even know asking them to be their friend. And if they don't, then they get cornered in the corridor. Why haven't you been friends with my friend and all this stuff? It's horrible. It's just horrendous. Man alive. It's tough, isn't it? Um, Jenny, you're you're a good human being, and I really appreciate your call. Thank you so much. Not at all. Thank you. Take, Take care. care. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. What a nice person. Uh, well, with the light comes the shade. Here's Simon in the New Forest. <laughs> you pervert. How does it go? You pervert. Pervert. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Uh, was, I've, I've forgotten already. Hang on. Um, if I listen too long, no. my brain turns to mush. That's not it. Here we go. Here we go. I'm David Babcock and I got my willy stuck in the hoover. You're a pervert. There we go. That's how it goes. Good evening to both by, of you. By the way, oh no, let's uh, let, let's talk and then I'll, and I've, I've I've just sort of had an idea. Good evening to you, Simon. Good evening, and I'd just like it known that even though I am a straight heterosexual male... Here we go. I'll, I'll give you one. Here we go! I haven't been chatted up by a gay guy for ages, and I miss that. I miss that. I am a taxi driver, and it's always been my dream to get a, a person of the opposite sex in my taxi who is interested in developing a relationship, let's say. And what? the only time it's ever happened to me, the only time in 12 years, yeah. was a gay guy. Be, be grateful, man. Be grateful. My be cousin, My cousin married a guy who picked her up in a taxi. Sorry? Yeah. Say that again. My cousin. But, he was well, a taxi she, driver. She fell in love with the back of his head. She fell in love with the taxi driver. Yeah, They're married. The really? Yeah. Does she... Does, was that her tip? think so they just got chatting she's a very chatty person simon's making his own jokes about tips there stop it mate that's her gas gas my best friend's cousin you're talking about in fact they listen they listen as well so so. stop it so stop it i'm gonna ask you a question right okay go on then changing changing the subject completely okay (laughs) now in the days of the darkness when i was a a listener yeah i believe in a thing called love Darkness. Not that dark. Oh, okay. No. Oh, Sorry. I like them. I misunderstood. The, the, the days before I found the light and listened to talk radio. Yes. Um, one of the um the other presenters on the other substandard channel who, who did an interview with you not so long ago, Mr. O'Brien. Oh yeah. He he does this mystery hour, right? Okay, I've not I've not heard of that. Is it sounds um all right? If that's okay. Sounds well, basically, it's it's for anyone who doesn't know, it's it's your license to call in and ask a question. Okay, I've never I've and never heard of this. All right, fine. Right, right. So I phoned in and I asked a question because it's something that I've always wondered, and he was 
blatantly rude to me. Oh, Simon. That'll be awesome, mate. So I'm going to ask you the question, okay? All right, well, let's... Okay, here we go. I think <laughs> yeah. I know how this is going to end, this but carry could, on. This could be awkward, but let's see. No, okay. no, no. It's, 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 this, is, this is probably the most random thing you'll be asked tonight. Okay? I doubt it. How do... How does a person yeah. purchase a bank seat? What do you mean? If you so, so people buy Banksy's art, don't they? This is the dumbest question I've ever heard. I, I know. How I did know, you get through? <laughs> Dig. God. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, James. I'm sorry, James. I can't remember the name of his producer. Um, I, I used to work with his, his uh, producer, Clive. 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 What did you let him through for? What do you mean? How do you buy a Banksy? Right. Carry on Banksy asking your art. dumb question. Then we'll laugh at you. Then we'll tell you. Go. Right. Banksy's artwork is, is purchased, yeah? Yes. But Banksy does his artwork on random buildings. I can't go to, say, for example, the town hall where Banksy's done his latest artwork and buy it, because what do I do? Do I take chunks out of the wall? Do I buy the town hall? Do, how do I pay the man? Because no one knows who he is. Okay. Your your whole the whole premise of your question is is uh, flawed. Go on. Because he also paints on canvas. Y- yeah, but I'm talking about the <laughs> no, stuff he paints no, on buildings. No, he, he also paints. You can't buy the ones on buildings. You can buy the ones on canvas. There's a store just down the road near the Mondrian right. Hotel, just down the road that sells Banksy's. That answers my question. Yeah. That's all I needed to know. No, no, no wonder James gave you. Uh, no wonder James gave you um, a, a rough ride, because that's well, a terrible... Care. That's a terrible... I don't care, because I, I feel better now, thank you very much. That is a terrible, terrible question. But do you know Do you know what I've just won? Go on. Yeah. <laughs> Qualifications? I'm not a numpty. Thanks for calling, Simon. Banksy does paintings on... Um, you could also get prints, mm-hmm. but uh, I had a friend who had um, who got in on the Banksy thing quite early on, and had like a numbered print that I think they got for like five hundred quid or something. That'd be worth it. That'd be penny. tasty, wouldn't it? That'd be tasty. My favourite piece of artwork I've got. Uh, well, I've got me Marnie Coppola, which I love, but me, I, uh, my, I think it's signed. It must be signed. It's certainly numbered. My Kurt Vonnegut print. That's great. That's great. McCurt Vonnegut print. That's going up somewhere. Um, so, yeah, so I've got all of these sound clips, right? This is what I was just thinking. Um, you are a pervert. Right. Now, is that how it would be nice for the kids to be able to play this show at home, to play this game that we call show? At home, right? So how? To, and I'm talking to not not even talking to you, Catherine. So oh, no, just sit this one out. Sit this one out, honey pie. Because is it? Can I ask you a personal question? No. Okay. Um. Because I can't ask you a personal question. No. Why? Personal. Okay. I'm going to ask it anyway because I'm 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 a controversial shock jock. Well, you're not going to like the answer. Why are you commando? Put him. Why are you commando I went, cause today? Because I, I went through um, commando training school and got my stripes. Did you? 
Did you get your stripes and that's why you have to take your pants off? What? Did you shit your pants? What? I don't know what you're talking about. So, is this a technique? <laughs> what was that look? I don't know if that was a sexy look or an angry look or a, a nonchalant. I don't know what that... I... It was a... Oh, my God. I can't believe this is my job. I'm going to take this kind of nonsense from you. Carry on. I thought I wasn't being spoken to in this bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Right, so, is there a technical way, guys, that's easy for me? I'm glad I'm not in this bit, because this is boring. Okay, it may be boring, but it, I think this is the kind of thing that will pay... This is like the logbook. This will pay off in the long term, right? Um, is there... Uh, I've just seen who Jenny was who phoned. It's Jennifer Beer. Oh. She, she pops up on Twitter. Yeah. It's Jennifer Beer. Jenny, but she's calls herself Jenny on the phone. What is it? Is it Jennifer? Is it Jenny? Is there a technical way? Sally says it's out who Banksy is. Okay. Is, is there a technical way that I can share all of this? Love it. That shag a pony. Um, this. Hip, hip, hip. Off with his head. Okay, well, I hope you sleep at night knowing you just blown up a 12-year-old. My name is Carl. I am Broken Britain. Wow. Is there a way I can share all of that stuff out there? I can just put it out there so that people can create their own Ian Lee action figure dolls. You know, they can with with, with um, detachable um, uh, bandages. No, is there a way so that people can make that, can play can play the Ian Lee radio show at home. They can play the late-night alternative well, at home. soundboard. Well, not soundboard, because that costs 40 quid, paid for by the BBC. Thanks, suckers. Um, no, yeah, but is there a way I can just put all of these clips out there? I don't want to blow my own trumpet because I haven't got one. I've got a mouth for the sausage. You haven't run away. Run for your life. And the people at home can can harvest these. They can phone up and play them down the phone. They can have them as their ringtones. Is... Is there a way that I can share my good? I want to share. I want to share my. And I'm prepared to just give it for free. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The telephone number is one. Give us a call. The link now. Tell us where you need to get them by on dot radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. All right, all right. All right. By the way, we discovered a great show, and I, I, I think I saw, I saw one on an aeroplane. I saw it over someone's shoulder. You know when someone, you know when you're watching something on an aeroplane and you look over the aisle, sort of not next to you, but one in front of you over to the right, and you, you see something that looks better than what you're watching. I couldn't work out what this thing was, and the guy was laughing at it a lot. And then uh, then I sort of recognised Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric in it. I thought, wow, I've got to find this. And I watched about half an episode on the plane before the plane landed. And I was reminded, of, this was ages ago, I was reminded of it today, and we watched, me and Kath watched two episodes. It is funny. It is funny. It's got this this guy called Nathan Fielder, and it's called Nathan for You. And um, he's a young man. He's he's about thirty three. He graduated from a top Canadian um, uh, business school with really good results. And he it's kind of like um, um, like Mary Portas crossed yeah. with uh, who's the swearing chef? 
Oh, Gordon Ramsay. It's kind of like that. Or the hotel inspector. Yeah. It's like he, he goes in to help people with their businesses. <laughs> yeah. But it's not that. It's funny, man. And it's it's that kind of thing where it's... um. He's obviously playing a character and playing a role and doing it superbly. It's shot beautifully. You know, it looks shot like The Apprentice. You know, there's a lot of money been spent on this. And I think the people that he meets kind of know what the show is. I don't know. Mm. It's really difficult to know who's in on the gag and who isn't. Because if these people are all acting... Yeah. There are some belting actors. Oh, they're not in there. actors. I mean, that, that was a real woman that owned a stable. That was a real guy that owned. But I, I believe that. I, I, um, I, I don't know how it's sold to them. But also, I mean, the trick with those things is to get those kind of awkward natural reactions. You film like you film like two hours to get ninety seconds worth of stuff because then you can just pick and choose. By the way, did anyone see Sasha's show last night? Was that any good? Did it live up to the hype? Because I, I might, it might be the first Sasha thing I watch in, in 20 years, 15 years. Um, 03444991000. Um, so this Nathan For You, it is, there's four seasons of it. We kind of went straight in at episode one, season four, and then we went back a season. And, you know, and he's doing the, um, the, the, the outdoor clothing to, to, for Holocaust deniers. No, no, no. Holocaust to, awareness. The Holocaust he, what, to raise Holocaust awareness. Thank because you. Because what happens is he's bought a jacket and it turns out the company have supported in some way Holocaust denier. Yeah, yeah. And he's Jewish and it's embarrassed his dad at the synagogue. So he decides that the only way to rectify this and to make sure that his dad can walk the streets of Vancouver without being lectured by um, other Jewish people yeah. is to set up his own outdoor clothing business. And he does. And and I read that that company in its first year made something like five hundred, three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which all goes towards Holocaust charities. Yeah, it's a funny show. I mean, when he did that Holocaust thing, and he said, "See, I don't think the shopkeeper in that was in on that. No. I, I think he was genuinely surprised when he came round the corner and saw a display of these jackets set up by a rabbi um, that also featured, you know, some very prominent." If, if you know it's to raise i'm gonna say something it's gonna sound like i'm making a joke i'm not featured an oven you know and it you know this 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 rabbi was was genuine and this rabbi was like this is the message you know people, the, the holocaust denial is a problem people need to be, be confronted, confronted yeah with how brutal it was and the shopkeeper's going yeah not in my shop man not it not we, we how many holocaust deniers come in and buy outside jacket no one no it is it's uncomfortable it's hilarious it is funny so that is my recommendation for you guy called nathan fielder and the show is nathan for you and just think we've got four seasons of that (gasps) i've just started tim and eric season one because i've only watched it intermittently we've got bedtime story there's so much stuff Steve Brule, we've got all of this world to... Um, and you know what we haven't watched for ages? Naked and, N- Naked and Afraid. Oh, man. My new house. I'm just tempted to take a month. I've got so much I want to do. So Records I want to play and CDs I want to listen to and books I want to read and silly comedies I want to stream illegally. All of this stuff, man, um, I want. Now, I was going to tell you how to... Um, probably left this too late now because I was going to tell you how to um, finish a woman off. Oh, God um not murder and i sent them up like an 
an hour and a half ago to to get the engine. Re- they've probably finished and sleep. fallen asleep. So sorry, guys. But probably happier without your interference, frankly. Yeah. Um. There's a hang on. Someone's just called in. Someone's just. Someone's tweeted, texted. Can hi there, Kath. Any chance you could ring me back so I don't have to use my minutes? Well, I'm not ringing anyone back. I, I'm ringing them. I'm ringing this tightwad. Doesn't want to use their minutes. Ah, uh, they're assuming I'm doing the phones. What? What? What are minutes for? Come on, answer the phone, you slacker. I'm gonna give you a piece of my mind. Come on, man, you just texted. Welcome to the Tesco Mobile Messaging Service. Oh, the person you're calling is unable to take your call. Please leave your message after the tone. To re-record your message, this person is an press a-hole at any time. The highest or- Hi there, this is Ian Lee. We just got your text. We're just ringing you back um, so you don't use up your minutes. Sorry that we missed you. Thanks very much indeed. That person is an a-hole of the highest order. People like that don't even deserve oxygen. So... Uh, but why is everyone getting excited about um, the the showbiz um, boy that works here? Showbiz. Josh Rum. Showbiz. What? Josh. Josh. Rum. Josh One. Okay, Josh One, who works here. The showbiz boy. He's he's a he's a twelve year old lad. He's called Josh One. He does the showbiz. He works here, right? And yesterday he's like, I mean, is he on is he on drugs? No, he just loves showbiz. Wow. Loves it. And he was going, are you looking forward to? Are you going to go and see the new Mamma Mia movie? To Ian. Imagine. To me. To Ian. Am I going to go and see the new Mamma Mia movie? Listen, I love, I love normally things like that. I thought Mamma Mia was absolute shite. (laughs) (laughs) And I love Cher, but even Cher can't induce me to go and watch any more of that. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that. I don't get it. I don't get why everyone's losing their stuff over it. I've been on an aeroplane and um, Mamma Mia has been one of the options. And I've I've read a book instead of watching that. And I saw the trailer for this. They showed the trailer for this before Incredibles. And it's not even got, like, the stars in it. The stars aren't in it. They're in it. Shares in it. Yeah, but it's like a, um, what do they call it? A, a pre, a prelude. Oh, is it like the Origins movie? It is. <laughs> oh, God. So the they, origin of an absolute crap. So they go back in time. Ugh. So you've got like a young man playing, um, George, what's his name? George Flynn? George Flynn? Why are you saying George Flynn? The guy, uh, the guy, um, George Flynn, um, uh, Pierce Brosnan? No, not well. There's a young guy playing Piers Brosnan. The George Flynn played Keep the King with the Stammer. That's not George Flynn. Um, it was was uh, Horace Bullwinkle. Mr. Darcy. Yeah, exactly. Colin Firth. Thank you, Colin Firth. Thank George you. George Flynn. Hey, well, very similar names. Colin George. Yeah, Firth and Flynn. Easily, easily, easily mistaken. It's like that. Um, the Hollywood actor from the twenties, uh, Errol Firth. Now. Um, it looks awful. So here's the question. Here's the answer to your question, Josh. One, no, <laughs> I couldn't answer the question because first of all, I was shocked. I was shocked that 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 anyone was even speaking to me in that room. Did he not get the email? You don't speak to Ian. Then I was shocked that someone someone misjudged me so massively that they lived in a universe where. There was like even a percentage of a chance of me going to see the Mamma Mia sequel. And then I was just in, I just couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) 
Men really are clueless in the bedroom. You're right. I just don't know which drawer the pants go in. And neither uh, does Kat. Chat. Judging by tonight's um, debacle. Almost half of husbands have no idea how often their wives orgasm during sex. Reveals a damning, 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 damning yeah. new survey of newlyweds. This is this is bleak. This is very very bleak. Let's 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 dive in. Survey asked newlyweds how often they achieved orgasm during sex. God, I can't, I can't. Even these pills, I just can't, I just can't come. Forty-three percent of husbands incorrectly guessed how often they satisfied their partners. As many nine in ten men reported experienced regular orgasms. Under half of women. Report forty nine percent reported reaching the big O on a regular basis. Roy Orbison? <laughs> What's he got to do with this? Let's read on. Maybe it'll be explained. This is by the science correspondent Victoria Allen. Science. <laughs> the science of the clitoris. Come inside as we examine. The science of a couple talking to each other. Almost half of men have no idea how often their wives achieve orgasm during sex. A damning, damning. Mm. That doesn't sound right. A damning new survey of more than 3,200 newlyweds found a quarter of husbands overestimate how often their wife reaches climax. This presents a huge problem for couples, scientists said, as women whose husbands are clueless about their partner's orgasms tend to be unhappier in their sex lives and relationships. The study from researchers at Brigham Young, Brigham Young, University in Utah, you, Utah. 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 Right. Riz- I know exactly what the problem is. Salt Lake City! We're going to Salt Lake City! Yeah! Where we're Mormons! Yes! Mormons! Here in. Do you know, do you know this song? You've got to be quiet when all the other sister wives might hear. Do you know this song? Oh. This is one of the Beach Boys' weirdest songs, right? And they did some weird songs. It's got one of the greatest vocal arrangements of a Beach Boys song, but the weirdest, it's the weirdest theme for a song. Here we go. Salt Lake City will not be coming soon, apparently, if this story is anything to go by. They answer on a scale of 1 to 5 with a score of 1 signifying a range from never to 20%. A top score of 5 meant women climaxed 80% to all of the time. During sex, I assume. Not just like all the time. Hang on. Oh. Carry on. You embarrassed yourself there and you embarrassed women. That is beneath you. Don't be embarrassed. Literally. Don't be embarrassed. Me- it's 2018. Men were asked to provide the same score for the wives that got it wrong. Mo- me- they were more likely to overestimate the answer, suggesting that almost three decades, decades, dec- decades after Meg Ryan, that's, that's irrelevant. 
Um, it, it's, it, Amanda Major, head of clinical practice at Relationship Counselling Service Relate. What? Said, when it comes to couples' loves lives, loves, loves, love lives, there can be a lot of misunderstandings. It is a problem if men are perceiving how often women orgasm because this can lead to disappointment, over-expectation and frustration. Not all women... Not all women need to climax during sex to have had a good experience. So understanding that and finding out what you need from each other sexually is the best way of making sure everyone's happy. More than one in five women... This, right, I, I don't understand this sentence. Let's work this. I mean, let's draw a graph. More than one in five, more than one in five women achieve orgasm less than four in ten of their sexual encounters. So more than one in five women achieve orgasm less than 40% of the time. What does that mean? So more than 20% of women. Achieve orgasm less than 40%. Just 3% of men have a happy ending this infrequently. Um, here we go. What is, I don't understand any of this. Um, uh, that was that was boring. That was that was. I'm sorry, guys. That was a that was a. I saw the word sex. I thought that would be a fun. I thought that would be a fun story. That was a boring story. Oh. Do you think you could do better? Then what? Twenty percent. No, then that story. Oh, um, yeah. Go on. All right, let's have a break and then we'll we'll see. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hemda is listening from Keith and the Girl. Yeah, so everyone laugh. Yeah, man, look, make us look funny. I mean, she should have listened to the, the first hour. First hour was good. Second hour was weird. Third hour is kind of like flagging, isn't what? it? No? I think I'm on fire. Oh, well, let's, let's hear it, pretty lady. Speaking of which... If you want to go and chat to Hemda, you can do if you go to youtube.com slash Ian Lee. Right, you know it's been really warm and everything. And yes, everyone, Everyone's eating outside. If you sit in any um, British neighbourhood at the moment, yes. around tea time, you'll hear the delicate scraping of cutlery on plates. Or you'll hear... You're a pervert. Uh, one of those things. Right. But you don't have to restrict it to your own back garden. Some people don't have gardens. I mean, it's us liberal elites talking about gardens that yeah. make make everyone else sick. And they have to go and find somewhere else to set fire to stuff. Yeah. A family has come under fire after they appeared to have enjoyed a barbecue on a tombstone in the grounds of a church. It's immersed Ooh, today. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, man. A passerby was shocked to come across the scene as they took a shortcut through the grounds in Otley, Leeds, at the weekend. Sure Shag enough, a pony. Yes. Did you do the accent then? Yes. Wow. Peter Howard posted on his Facebook page. Hang on, they had a barbecue on a tombstone? Yeah, do you want to see a picture? How is that? Flipping heck, man. Those burgers are going to taste delicious. It's what Grandpa would have wanted. Of course it's, it is. Peter Howard posted on his Facebook page, uh, Otley, Yorkshire. A lovely afternoon spent at the Otley Food and Drink Festival, followed by a meander home through Parish Church grounds. Imagine the surprise to find three adults with about seven children enjoying a barbecue. The cooking was being done on the rare's tombstone. He added that his wife went up to the group to challenge them, but to no avail. Well, but but was it was it that like their family's tombstone? Because if so, who cares? Those two those things cost a fortune. Get your money's worth. Well, you might as well. I, I would be happy. Here's the thing, right? I would be happy when I die for you to 
have like it's, you know use it use it use your breville toaster on on my corpse but when i oh wow well not you know literally on my corpse, but on my on my on my tombstone gosh well okay noted thanks very much here's the conversation i okay here's the conversation i overheard in the laundry block of my um flat mum and a young girl about 12 mm-hmm. and we're waiting for the washing machines to finish in the end it, it got so intense that I, I i turned my washing i just turned it off and took the clothes out even though they weren't washed so the the young girl said can i look at it when it comes mom said no can i can i hold it when it comes no i don't get anywhere near it can i can i feel the ashes oh no mom said no I'm not taking it out of its packaging. I don't want you anywhere near it. I think it's inappropriate, and you are certainly not touching his ashes. Wow. Although. It's just ash. And also, maybe it's not... the kid's the one with the healthy attitude. Oh God, I totally agree. And also, um, the, the ash isn't the, 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 the like the, the the amount of ash you get from a body is tiny, man. Yeah. It's the coffin, isn't it? My poor grandma's in a wardrobe somewhere at the moment. You should, what, you just had a text or something. You sure, right? <laughs> no, but, you know, ashes, it's, you know, while you're waiting to... People put them in all sorts of places, don't they, while they're waiting to go oh, in their I'd, final resting place. When I, when I get mum's ashes, I mean, she's still alive. It's the, every day, the inheritance just gets swallowed up. By the way, Hemda, 0344 499 1000. What the hell? Why, I'm trying to call him. What's your problem, man? Um, she's trying, is she? She says she's trying. I've got a phone number. Shall I go and give it to Sam? If she means it, unless it's all bullshine. Yeah, yeah, go on, go on, go on. Let's let's phone her up. Right, hang on. Why do you? Okay, what? Hang on. All right. You know why I've shut my computer. Okay, okay. Um, right, we're gonna phone you. If, if you don't know Keith and the girl, then I'll be. I'm gonna be honest. Your life is uh is not worth. It's not fulfilled. You've not reached Zen fulfillment. They do a fabulous show over in the States, and me and Kath have been on there. I've been on there twice, because I'm the star. And Kath came on there once. Um, And if you go to keithandthegirl.com, you can do that. And um, I did a little video with them as well, which I'll retweet a little bit later on, which is uh, is always good uh, fun. Oh, man, I'm tired. I'm tired. All this talk of Nathan Fielder and Neil Diamond and people calling me fat has worn the hell. Hemda, don't talk to those people. They're bad people. They are bad, bad people. You can do better than that. Um, well, oh, by the way, if you want to call in, dear listener, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to call us, come on the radio. You'd be very welcome. Are we calling her? Yeah. Sam has let, him, let everyone... No, Sam has actually done a good thing by leaving your microphone off. I prefer it that way. Look, look, look he's panicking. Look, he's all over the place. He hasn't got a clue what's going on. It's the power of Hemda. Oh, I like this. It's the power of Hemda. I like this. I'm being silenced. Yes, man. Your free speech is out of the window. I like you silenced. Stay silenced. Never speak again. Never dare to speak again, woman. I forbid, I forbid it. Um, oh, she just dropped off. I'm gonna come and I'm gonna come and bust your ass. <clears throat> Let's take line one while we're waiting. Hello, line one. 
Hello, line one. Really well, mate, by cutting idiots like you off. Jesus. What the hell? Someone who thought he was being uh, jolly and uh, fun. Someone thought he was being fun. There's nothing fun about the F word. I think tonight's show is um, really shown. It's shown the best of us. It's also shown the worst of us. Um, I think. Look, Sam has Sam has screwed up New York. He's screwed it up. Look. What are you doing? And I'm glad I spoke to Denny Morris, our boss, last week, and said, "Stan, re- is that Stan? Stan, Sam really is the weak link in um, well, yeah. already very compromised chain." Mm. And he is... Um, and we've sampled the the best of what the rest of the crop of tech ops has yeah, to offer since yeah, he yeah, can yeah. not be trusted to turn up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've had some great people yeah. here. Um, they say you don't know what you got till it's gone, but sometimes when it's gone you realise... You don't know what you got until you lose it. Oh, baby, 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 give me one more chance. You know and then song? you get someone better. Do you know that song? John Lennon. I'm not sure I'd recognise it. You I don't know. know what you got until you lose it. Ah, oh, baby, 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 come on, one more chance. 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 Oh. It's um, uh, is that it? We're we going for it. We're gonna, we're gonna do it. Who turned your microphone back on? Oh, Stan. Stan. Hey, Hander. Hey. We got you. Who would have thought it was so different? You can put men on the moon, not women, uh, but we cannot make a phone call to New York City of all places. And apparently people can't make women orgasm. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about you and me. Okay. Well, (laughs) according to this study, men don't know how to make women Orgasm. Well, or they can't tell when they have, which I think is very sad. Maybe we should get flags or something. <laughs> Raise a flag. <laughs> when you're or bang a bell. Throw ding, ding. <laughs> you throw a flag down. I think we should just be yelling and screaming when it happens. We should scratch a little piece of the man off every wow. time. Wow. So he really feels it. Do like a mark like you do when you're, when you're in prison and you're counting off the days. I think the problem might be the yelling and screaming, yes. right? Because, because you know, a lot of people are learning about technique and stuff from porn, right? And porn is very noisy mm-hmm. indeed, very noisy. And they seem to be having a great time straight away. And I think that because of that, women, some women feel that they have to do that noise the whole way through. And so it becomes very confusing as to when you're done. That's true. And actually, you know what I found out recently, like in my 30s, I found out that when I come, a lot of times I get quieter. Oh. So there's a lot of yelling and screaming, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, what's this? And then it just rides, just like can, really, just like, uh oh. Can I ask a question? When, right, when, when you you you, you orgasm, right? Do you? Because because quite often men, and maybe this is just me, get an intense feeling of shame and self-loathing. <laughs> that is true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Maybe that's a British thing. I don't know. But do women get that? What do you you get all like cuddly and stuff? I think, you know, the cuddliness, I think, happens as a result of not making women come. Right, okay. I think if, oh. 
Yeah, when we come, we're like, good night. You won't hear from us. Wow. You won't, you know, we're, we're like way too tired to bother you with the, like you already heated us up so much. We're not going to try to cuddle. We're hot. We're good. But because people don't still think, and I know that, right, women can orgasm like by just like sex, you know, bomb, 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 bomb. But, but that's but actually rarely, I yeah, think. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm just, I'm covering that's myself there. Because I, 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 I know that they can at some point. But, but, but we, we've got to a stage now where men know that you've got to do a little bit more than the old, you know, bomb, 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 bomb. You need to, you've got to do yeah. a little, you've got to get, you've got to use your other tools, you've got to use your hands, you've got to use. I'm gonna say you gotta yeah. use your tongue. You got you got do you got you got to earn it. You got people know that now, don't they? I don't think they knew that in the '80s when I was growing up. I think they know that now, don't they? I think I think you're part of the PSA right now. I think we'd like to think that, but oh. I think Kath was right about if we're watching porn, we don't know that there's an issue with yeah. women orgasming. If we're watching porn, women orgasm faster than men, which is so not true. So what what happens a lot of times is women don't want to have the one night stands or don't want to go with men that they don't know because they don't trust that they'll care or give care during sex. So what happens is is we feel like you've masturbated in front of us, inside us. Right, right, so, yeah. Oh God, oh I, God, that's a horrendous way of putting it, but I get it. It feels like that yeah. though. So. It's, I think that's why we get addicted, or at least I do. I get addicted to men who actually can do it. And it's like, oh, God, i got to hold on to you because you pay half attention, which means things might happen to me and I might be satiated or satisfied. And so then I'm like, you know, I kind of forgive you for forgetting Valentine's Day because, you know, we're extra going to orgasm the next day because you're mad at me, I'm mad at you, it's great. So I think we're perpetuating this problem of any guy who has half a clue who could make you come 50% of the time is now your new addiction. Am I just speaking from personal preference? I don't know. Well, I, I, very guess, well be. I guess we only can speak from personal preference. You know, Listening it, to that report, though, I thought there was something deeper in there so to speak, um, in that men didn't know. These are talk- We're talking about newlyweds as well. We're not talking about people who barely know each other. We're talking about people who are clearly mm. not having a conversation about it before or after. They don't ask each other. They don't, maybe they don't feel they can. And so much, I think, of intimacy and about you know a, a, a healthy sex life is about being able to talk to each other, isn't it? I mean, otherwise it's just hit and hope every time. <laughs> That's not going to get you anywhere, is it? That's <laughs> Hidden <laughs> hope is my favorite new saying. <laughs> <laughs> I like that your your fans are now apologizing to me. Rudy Reckenbacker saying, "I know now, and I apologize." <laughs> <laughs> We're changing the world, and Edward is saying women just need to be honest. Which, okay, I totally understand that, Edward, and I absolutely agree. The problem is when we are honest, it really hurts your feelings. Mm-hmm. From my experience, it really. It says that you're not a man. It says that you've disappointed us. It says that you're going to stay in that disappointment with us. And I think the ego needs to be taken down and both partners need to be humble and say, it's not you not making me come. It's us that's not working in some it's sort of society. way that we can. Well, also, it's like women need to yeah. be honest, but men need to be interested. Well, here's the thing. Right. Let's, all right, mm. let's, let's get personal for a little bit, mm-hmm. but look, without revealing too much. I've mm-hmm. always got far more pleasure from... Um, 
uh, can I say bringing? No, I can't say bringing a woman on. I've always got. <laughs> far, I'm just aware that we, you know, we're not on their filthy podcast where you can say anything. I've always got far more pleasure from <laughs> from making a woman orgasm than because for, for, for me, once I orgasm, that's it. I'm I'm bored. I'm I'm going to sleep. You know, mm. and I get I far more enjoyed giving than receiving i think that can be said and also one of the things i learned as i got older and it took a while because as a young man i was terrified of sex but you can you can say sorry did you just did you just was that was that it i don't know if that and if if not am i in the right place do you want to you know can you move me around a bit mm. so that i'm in the right place because not everyone's the same so the even thing. if you think you were you know oh. the king of the bedroom with your last relationship that doesn't mean you're going to know your way around the next person Bit, bits are in different places and that's part of the fun isn't it finding where the bits yes. go <laughs> but asking and saying is this it am i can am i close can you help me guys that's all that's all fun man and do you as women you don't mind being asked that, do no, you? No, it's, it's 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 good that you're interested. I think, don't you, Hemna? Well, I I agree with you, and I think that's the right thing to do is to say, hey, am I close? Am I there? You're different than another person. But just like you, where you're able to say that because it comes with age, I wasn't able to speak in my twenties, and even oh, like a lot I, of my thirties. Yeah. No, I yeah, it was really hard. Yeah. Like even. When we're already having like great sex, I had trouble talking dirty because you have to come up with some creative things. You have to make yourself vulnerable. You have to really tell the truth in that space while you're naked. You have to say, hey, slap me. Oh my God, did I mean that? Yes, I did. You're a pervert. You, I think you either have to really trust the person you're with or not give a monkeys and realize yeah. that both of you are both in it for the same thing. Yeah. So it doesn't matter who says what. It's nice to have a one night stand because I think people have that because it's like, ah, I'll never see you again. Let me be so filthy. Wow. Let me, that, you know, that Madonna horror complex that I think a lot of guys have. So they're allowed to let loose in this one night stand because this woman's a loose person. And then, you know, we're thinking like, ah, this guy's going to just be sort of like a passing in the night sort of guy. So maybe we'll up our level of like, you know, swinging or something. But I don't know. I think we're just coming into that now that we're allowed to talk about it in in public and not make it completely taboo. And also not just talk about it with all this ego where we actually can get down to it and go, hey, are you going down on a woman? And and if a, if a woman is going down on a guy, is she taking her time? Is she doing it because she likes it? You know what I mean? It's like, Ian, saying that you want to make someone be happy yeah i think there's no way to have bad sex if you both go into it going yeah. i hope i can rock that person's world and yeah. I think but people... if you're going into it going i hope i come i hope i oh, have a good God, time no. who cares about it yeah. yeah i think the uproar with do you remember dj khaled on twitter recently i was taken to task for this but i think he'd said it on tv in america that you know he never went down on his wife or something i don't know who dj khaled is i don't oh, know what he, you mean by saying going he, down i don't understand <laughs> any but of he this. said you know that a real man doesn't do that and then there were loads of quote unquote real men who came out of the wow came out of the uh, that's, the twitter sphere to, to, I'm to say, straight. that's what it's all about as far as i'm concerned can we have this conversation on british radio we'll find out tomorrow when we get the place. but for me that's what it's all about man that's mm. where it's at he well, said that did he yeah Oh, his well. poor wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, but maybe okay. he's terrible at it. Maybe he's better off out of it. Well, now, first of all, it's very hard to be terrible at it because if your partner's into it, she'll hold your head and move her body and you just stay where she moves you. <laughs>
our um our friend james who's listening to us i think he's in la james ditchfield said uh, to be honest this is like listening to your mum and dad having sex yuck <laughs> <laughs> i think he's right when it comes to me and kath talking about this um but it's but let's be honest let's just just cut to the chase man sex is a faff it's it's Mm -hmm. it's a pain it's a nuisance and also hemda's supposed to be are you celibate for a year now is that what the plan is oh that's why she's phoning up to talk about sex we can talk about it this is her this is her outlet right yeah she's celibate for a year but she'll phone up international (laughs) radio shows and talk filth i got it i got it i know what she's up to i know what she's doing right now Since uh, your listeners are thinking this is like talking to mom and dad about sex, let me bring it down a bit. Hey, listeners, is this better? Let's talk about orgasms. Hang on, we need, some, let's get some sexy we music. We need some appropriate music. There we go. There we go. We got sex and sexy. Although, of course, when the, when the, in my 20s, when I was going to a girl's house, you, you think, oh, I've pulled, I'm going to a girl's house. This is the music that will be going on in my head. <laughs> just. Just terrifying. The whole thing scared the hell out of me. Well, I, I found out pretty recently that inviting someone up for coffee didn't mean just inviting them for coffee. I turned away a lot of very disappointed, yet non-thirsty boys. You, you did, you kept... <laughs> In your 20s, you told me this. You kept a lot of boys awake with, with blue balls and caffeine. Yeah, turns out. I just thought, you know, long walk home, get some caffeine. Well, the language now is Netflix and chill. When I thought that meant you go and watch a, a, a movie that's got 4.7 and IMDb. But no, it means sex, doesn't it? Netflix and chill is sex. <laughs> turns out. It turns out. Hey, Hemda, what... um. Uh, apart from being celibate for a year, and it was so lovely to see you the other week as well. Thank you so much for you and Keith making me feel welcome. And uh, I loved, I didn't watch, because I can't watch myself, but I did watch a little bit of that video of us playing that game. That I was, watched it, it was hilarious. It was, it was rigged and it was fixed, and I, I genuinely stormed out. But I, I, I did, I did I mean, laugh. Kath would have definitely done a better job, but, totally you know, you were good. So. But I did laugh at the bit when Keith starts singing. Did you see that bit? <laughs> Keith has got yes. a very beautiful yes. voice. He's got, he's got a voice, he's got a powerful voice. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I laughed at that. You guys are you guys are brilliant, and we genuinely. Gen- I, I said I think I told you before we were on air when I was over there. Kath comes in every day, going, "Oh my god, I've just heard this thing from uh, on yeah. Keith and the girl," and then, uh, uh, she's raving. I can't listen. Because you guys keep me company on the long drive. I have a really long commute. I do listen, and uh, and I listen to you every single day, and I absolutely love it. And um, they they cover everything, but their oh. the honesty is really inspirational. That reminds me that what was the name of that guy that I bumped into when I was there? Sean, Sam, uh, Sean Patton. That's it, because he emailed me, and I forgot to e- we we were emailing, and he's he's a he's a guy that's going to come on the show, and I'm I've, he sent me some dates. He is oh. he's so fun. So oh, he wanted fun. To, he wanted to um, come. We on. love hanging out with you guys. Well, when are you going to come over? I really want, you know, honestly, like, you guys make me think of, uh, can we bring Keith and the girls to overseas again? Can we do it? Maybe. I mean, it's just, you know, more planning. But uh, I think think it's coming. I think we could do a show. We we could do a show together if you'd have it. So it would be brilliant. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm t- sorry. So, so anyway, but I've got to say this, right? So when I went to to do their show, mm-hmm. 
um, as I was um, going in, a guy was coming out, this guy called Sean, and uh, we, you know, he was the guest on the previous show. He's a comedian. Hang on, which one? Sean Patton. Right, right let me look him up. And, I, I, and, I, and, and, and we got talking, and I said, and I said oh, I'm from London. Oh, I'm going to be in London. I said, oh, man, come on my show. You know, if, they're good enough to, if you're good enough to go on Keith and the Girl, then you, you've got a pass. And he said, ah, oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And I think he thought it was an open, empty thing. Yeah, and showbiz then, promises. Yeah, then Hemda put us oh, in... Oh, this guy, he was brilliant. Yeah, then Hemda put us in touch and said, here's your emails. And I said, dude, I meant it, come on the show. And so he emailed me saying, yeah, 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 that'll be that'll be great, man. That'll be great. <laughs> and then he emailed me six days ago, right? And he said, um, can I come in on July the 16th? That day has happened, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Right. And I've just gone... Oh, no. Yeah, I've just... And what is the date today? The 18th. All right, he's still in London. He's in London till the 21st. All right. Oh, okay. He's cut right. We'll try and get him on. Um, we'll try and get him on the next couple of nights because he's doing a show at the Soho Theatre. We'll get him on one. We'll get him on one night. I thought we'd missed him. God, that was awful. That was awful. All right, we'll get Sean Patton to come in one night. That that'll be good. So anyway, sorry. Was, he's so fun. He. Well, he, uh, you have some great guests. What what has been happening? Um, the last sort of few shows. What's been going on with you guys? Hmm. What are, you know? Um, the comic Ralphie May. No. Okay, so he's, I guess he's, he's bigger here. He actually passed away, like, uh, I don't know, maybe less than a year ago. Yeah. So his his widow reached out to us. Oh, hang on, what's the guy's name? Ralphie May. Ralphie May. I do know that name. That name rings a bell. Yeah, go on. He was, he was uh, I believe he won the entire thing, Last Comic Standing. Right. Um, so he, uh, he sold out, I believe, uh, theater, large theaters. He was pretty popular around the u.s i know you guys get nothing over there get it like you know a year later or something but yeah. his his uh his widow contacted us and said that she wanted to talk about this documentary that she's putting together and so we got her on and it was really dramatic this guy weighed 800 pounds wow and she weighs about 80 i'm not exaggerating she's tiny isn't she tiny 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 and and uh, they've been together for 17 years. They have two kids together. But uh, unfortunately, she lost him for what it sounds like to addiction. Right. You know, um, obviously food addiction, but then, you know, it sounds like he also got on some pills and stuff. So we spoke to her about that. She's pretty frank and pretty open about it. And it was, like, heartbreaking and funny at the same time. Because, you know, what we like to do on our show is bring people's hearts, watch them step on it themselves, and then we laugh at yeah, it. Yeah, and she because, was saying... Uh, her name is Lana Turner, Ian, and um, yeah. mm-hmm. she was saying that she was much more raw and unguarded than she expected to yeah. be, and that you guys got to just just letting everything out so much more than she wanted to. Yeah, and you know it's it That's was her a, favorite. It's a real heartbreaking story, but she's got such a strength to her. It was great. Well, they have. You, this is the thing. This is what, what partly why they're so brilliant. And I don't know how they do it. Is they do have this way. Maybe it's because it's two of them. I don't know. Uh, of getting you to say more mm-hmm. than you 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 expect to say. You heard the show that I was on with them. I said way more stuff to them than I've said <laughs> on this show to the point where it was what the one of the the the, the shitty newspapers over here had got the story. It was like we're going to print this story, and through some shenanigans and whatever they they didn't print the story. But it was you know they they have this technique, mm. don't they? I, well, I, don't know I, how. I think Hemda and Keith are like not even good cop bad cop, good cop cheeky cop. Keith sort of bad says cop, bad cop. <laughs> 
Keith says everything as soon as it comes into his head. Kemdo has got this really sort of kind, nurturing nature, but then sometimes she'll go for the jugular. Both of them are kind of swapping roles the whole time. But together, they're a pretty powerful duo, aren't they? It's a funny show, man. And your number of people that we've never heard of that you've turned us on to and... Um, I mean, apart from Keith's awful taste in movies. Oh, he's hilarious. He doesn't go clue, that guy. I mean, dump him. But apart from that, apart from Keith, <laughs> the rest of it is great. Do you know what else I've noticed? Yeah. How wonderful you both are about um, Andrea. You know, Andrea. Oh, yeah, yeah, we of course. We yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrea really is like coming into her own now, isn't she? She's just, uh, she's going places. She's got problems, that girl, though, because yeah. she had a big phone shoved into a tiny pocket when I was. There. They I aren't said, our only problems. I've heard the the podcast. <laughs> I said, I said, man, yeah, that is going to phone, that is going to fall out. It's a massive phone in a tiny pocket. You can't do that. Uh. You're so thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> she actually, Andrea Allen, you guys have to follow her. I absolutely believe that she's going to be as big as Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. Really, honestly, truly, Andrea Allen at Andrea Comedy on Twitter. And we actually met her. Uh, she was interning with us when she was in college. But she started listening to us when she was a teenager. We're being inducted into the Podcasting Hall of Fame next week. She's turning 30 this year, and she's going to be the one inducting us. Wow. This big, you know, we knew her since she was a teenager. She now works for us. She's our producer. It's this whole, you know, world. We want to go on her podcast, by the way. You you know, make that happen. Oh, you should. Make that happen. Absolutely. Yes, we need to all come there. We'll come with Andrea. We'll do a live show of some sort. You know, we'll we'll get together and we'll we'll light up your your town. Oh God, it was so good. Just tell us how to do it. Do it, man. Well, how do we light up your town? Well, hey, we hey, listen. Here's the thing, right? I'm gonna have my own. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna have my own house in two or three or four weeks. And once I've got that, you guys can come and stay there, right? It's, it's like an hour out of London, but you get the train for God's sake. Oh my goodness, you'll see the countryside. Yeah, c- c- oh, she's scared of the countryside. Ooh. Too much wide open space. Oh, she's gonna go nuts. But you guys can come and you guys can come and stay there and use that as a base. I charge very very reasonable Airbnb rates. <laughs> Um, and then, and then we'll put on. You can come in here, and we'll put on a show with the four of us. You can put on some shows with just the two of you. We'll come and do it. Come and do it. You know what? I have a ten percent off coupon for Airbnb, so I am there. Wow! <laughs> hey, and, uh, Keith and the girl dot com. If you go to iTunes, or you know, you can get the podcast. And oh! it's every day. You can get your fix every day. It's brilliant. And it's so lovely to talk to you. Thanks so much for calling. We love you guys. Thank you. Take care. Love you. Bye. 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 I do. As someone said on Twitter, I do hope Ken from Newcastle was still listening to that chat. She's the best, man. She's great. She is the best. Uh, And Andrea is great as well. I've just um, tweeted, uh, tweeted and said we're bigging her up as well. Let's get them over. This is the joy about having a house. And you said this the other day. People like that, you know, like our American friends can come over and stay and use that as a base and then go off and do stuff and get, we get them on the show. I, I've not got a problem I really with that. Want you, I want that for you. I want you to be able to have people over. I, I want to and... have talented artistic people that um, don't understand the conversion rate and <laughs> pay me a fortune. That's what I want. Um, that was lovely. Keithandthegirl.com is the place to go. You can get all of their videos and Patreon. Oh, not Patreon, but you can back, maybe it is. You can back them. Uh, you can get them for free and the podcast or you can go to iTunes and get them. They do one every single day, man. And Oh, it's spark it's rude. Filth. It's not for the faint-hearted, but I mean, it's such good company. I it love it. It is 
Filth! Nigel from Maidstone, stay there, come to you after this. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, guys, guys, guys on the YouTube chat, everyone calm down. Matthew, unblock Reggae Box, right? Reggae, that was an inappropriate joke. Go and apologise. And, and, and that's Play that's nice. Talking. Just play nice, okay? That was an inappropriate joke that was misjudged. Go back, apologise. Lou, ignore him if you don't like his apology. That, it's like kids, isn't it? Matthew, unblock him, please. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. Deep breaths, everyone. Deep breaths, everyone. Come on, guys. We are a community. We're trying. We've lost Nigel in Maidstone. Um, oh. Oh three four four. Hope he's all right. It's a bit late for him to be ringing, isn't nine, it? Nine nine. No. And reggae box, you weren't being bullied, right? Everyone, just calm down, right? Just calm down. You weren't being bullied. You are going nuts. Okay. You're not being bullied. You made a joke that the person it was about didn't like it. That is life. Deal with it. Stop bothering me. I'm 45 years old. I had my kids for five hours today. They were less hassle than you dicks on YouTube. All right. They were less hassle and they are six and they are eight. And one of them cut a toe on an obstacle course I'd that made. That you built. That I had built. It was a good obstacle course. Oh, it was a great obstacle. Did you put the slashing knives in? <laughs> no, I didn't. But they had to climb. There was no water in the paddling pool, but they had to climb. First of all, there was a um, great obstacle course. Nigel, we'll come to you in a second. We had... Um, a trowel stuck in the lawn and you had to put your hand on the trowel and run around in a circle three times. Instantly dizzy. Jump over the badminton net. Climb, uh, crawl under the paddling pool. Balance on the balance beam, which is uh, a bench. Then you had to have a sword fight. Then you had to score a goal. Climb over the big swing, under the low swing, up the slide, down the back, then dash down to the start. Oh, that was great. Uh, Sounds like the end of the Krypton factor. Oh, right. Um... Right, I know Matthew's saying that he called someone a nonce. Oh. <laughs> you can't call someone a nonce, man. That that much I know. Um, oh, blimey. Uh, <laughs> and thank you to um, uh, Black Ball Betty, who's with the handle Big Jimmy Savile. Thanks very much. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Um, you can't call someone a nonce. Um, oh, it's Nigel! Oh, good evening, Ian. Good evening. Good morning. Good no, good no, it's good evening. It's morning now. Yeah. It's no, yeah. we've not had a sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. You're, you're, go and stand near a window. Yeah, I am near a window. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're not sounding very good. Oh, I'll change ears again. No, oh, we can't hear you, Nigel. Oh, hang on, uh, I'll stand by the window. Is that better? Yeah, kind of. What? How's Mum yeah. doing? Hang on, no, no, I'll just go into the hallway. No, hall no, 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 there, there. This is like there. the old conversation we were having ten minutes ago. Better? Don't move, don't move. You've got it there. Right. That's in the middle of the room, yeah. Okay. Now speak. Uh, can you hear me better now? Oh, yes, we can. How's mum? Uh, she, she's, she's in a bit of pain. That's why she can't come home. But other than that, she's quite bright and cheerful. Yeah, she's fine. Apart from a bit of pain where she fell on her ribs. Well, that's. Stuff. I'm glad she's on the mend, and she she knows yeah, what's she, going she on. Be, she thinks it may be another month with the painkillers, but it oh, it takes longer when you're older, doesn't it, to get things to heal and and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I hope she'll be all right. It is a worry, but never mind. I have some good news anyway. Go on. 
I did, I did my first gig today on, on a stage in Tunbridge Wells. Hey, <laughs> Nigel! Yeah, I, did a, I did an hour, hour of, an hour of singing uh, for a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> What, what yeah. kind of restaurant? Yeah, on the Pantiles. The uh, Pantiles in Tunbridge Wells, uh, on the uh, bandstand. What? So, hang on, were there people there watching you? Yes, yes. And they were and, eating? And, I, pardon? They were eating? Eating and drinking outside the, the cafes. I, I bought a new karaoke machine yesterday, delivered from Argos. Lovely machine, the one the one I've been using, but this is this was a better one, a newer one, of course. And that was plenty loud enough for the whole street. Wow, you know? gosh! And what yeah, were they? What were they just... eating in front of you? Oh, I, I didn't look. <laughs> oh, there's several different restaurants close together, but the ones that I'm friends with, they they, they were all sitting out listening to me specially. You sang for an hour. That is a yeah, lot of Nigel time. An, yeah, must be close to an hour. Then I went and did ten minutes busking in the town. Yeah, jeez, an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, well, it goes quick, doesn't it, when you... Well, when maybe not for the audience. <laughs> would you... Paul Ross is here. Would you like to sing... No, like said, to, would you like to sing 20 seconds to Paul Ross? Oh, I'd love it. Go on. They said to me I was a good singer, anyway. OK, well, let's see if Paul Ross says the same tongue. thing. I can't sing now because of the neighbours. Screw the neighbours. Quietly. Sing quietly. What, what, what are you going to put on? I don't know. This just, just sing, because Paul's coming Give to... me a burst of I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston from Dolly Parton. Go on. I oh, yeah. will always love you. Oh, I yeah. You go. haven't got the real thing on. No. no, we haven't got the... Just sing Acapulco. Come on. I don't know that song. Just Can sing any other song don't... that you know, man. Going loco down, down in Acapulco. Acapulco. I'll sing you something softer. Go on, then. Do you like Smile, that song Smile? Yes, oh, go, yes, because go. Go. we're running out of time, Nigel. Smile, though your heart oh, is breaking. Smile, smile, even though it's breaking. That's lovely, eh? When there are clouds in the sky. Don't laugh. Spoil you'll it. get by. It's not a funny song, say it, isn't it? Your it. Tears Charlie Chaplin wrote this got an Oscar for it. Smile, and maybe tomorrow. Pitch up again, that's good. You'll see the sun come shining through. Right, stop, Nigel, Nigel, Nigel. Nigel. Light up your no. Face right, but, uh, sorry, Paul. I'll... Nigel! You know I'm off here at five. N- yeah, Nigel, we got, we got, that was great. We've got to stop because Paul wants to tell us what's happening on his radio show. Although, let's mm. be honest, <laughs> it <laughs> won't be as good as that. Certainly won't. Hello, that was brilliant. Well done. Hello, Paul. Yeah, OK, thanks for joining, Nigel. <laughs> Paul Ross, nice to see you, mate. What's on your radio show? Uh, you mentioned please? Otley, where the couple had that barbie, or family had that barbecue on the tombstone. Um, have you heard of the Otley Run? Two of my daughters went to Union Leeds, and oh, there used bell. to be a, um, a big cattle market in Otley, so they'd open the pubs all day when the licensing law still pertained. And now the students still do it. You start at the top of the hill, you have a drink at all 26 pubs on the way into Leeds. I know. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know whether to be proud or sad or both. Both of my daughters went there, have both done the Otley Run twice. Well, they completed it? Twice. Oh, blimey. You're allowed to have halfs, apparently, for a lady. It's still a bit, a little bit, kind of, a little bit, a little bit kind of patronising, at least. All, of a, lady. Su- all of a sudden, they're ladies. Well, they're still 13 pints of beer. If you only go for the beer, oh, isn't it? On the show today, we are talking um, how rats are threatening the coral reefs of the world. We're oh, looking forward to. Yeah. Crossing life to the Indian Ocean. We're saying about an, a remarkable new um, initiative to try and reclaim. Devastated parts of Cleveland, uh, which are done because of the kind of economic downturn, using mushrooms and fungi. I'll leave it there. Going live to the Indian Ocean? I think so. Wow. The Chagos Islands.
Between mm. one and five, who else are you going to listen to at that time? There's nothing on. Trust me. Steve I've Allen, looked. maybe. What time does he start? Oh, he starts at 4.30. I know exactly where I'd like to shove that spike. <laughs> we'll be back tonight. Ta-ta. <laughs>